is happening we are we're back again and yes we got some intro music now we're going uh we're going all out i think i'm uh one step away one star wipe away from just becoming a full media guy but that's been cool i've been trying to kind of add to these things and just like see where i can improve and how i can make it better and just kind of been a cool experience just learning new things about it and getting a heap of good feedback from people, which is cool. And if anyone's got feedback on these, just like send us a message to the Instagram page or something and just let us know what you like, what you don't like, who you want to talk to, what you want to get more of. But uh, it's been really cool and, yeah, just been really enjoyed doing them. And this has actually been one of my favorite episodes, I must say. I just sat down with a guy that I've known for a long time that's, um, that I, I thought I thought I knew a fair bit about, but then like doing this, it's, it's cool because you kind of you dive into stuff you wouldn't normally talk about and you actually find out new things about someone you've known for a long time so today on the podcast we've got ricky boyer i know ricky he lives um just out of newcastle in near charlestown and he's been riding with me for years and um he used to ride for orange bikes and actually was the importer with jonathan taylor which i didn't know which i found out today which was really cool and he's played a big part with uh the success of jack moyer and graham mudd so that was cool seeing him bringing those guys up through lusty you know, he's worked there for 11 years and at the moment he's kind of gone through a bit of a change. He's decided to he's just quit his job and he's just kind of spending more family time and kind of find a new path and it's just cool to see because he's always just got good energy and he's just always excited at life and it's just cool to be around people like that and they're the kind of people I like to have on the podcast and I feel like you can kind of, you can kind of get a lot out of people like that. So I've definitely got a lot of time for Rick and it's just cool to, to sit down and chat with him and yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. Set up. It was just a news headline. Um, Shouldn't be reading news headlines. What well, they've actually like they've done it deliberately, like they're just trying like what cold down the. Oh, that it got out by accident, but maybe they were. But they were trying to plan something. Yeah, or that you know, bio warfare or all that sort to of. To try thing. and make it happen. Maybe. But who like do you reckon with that stuff? It's just like someone's probably thinking like it's a good idea to get it out there to actually like bring down the the population or whatever <laughs> do, you, do you think that you know when you see um we're starting see, off with some heavy heavy conspiracy yeah, theories <laughs> no have you seen the movie um what is it kingsman or whatever it's no, called i haven't seen that no. so it's a thing where they've got all these like chips in telephones that make everyone kill each other to try and get the population down mm. and now i watched it as like yeah, that's terrible, everyone killing each other, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's probably actually, the population is getting ridiculous. I was thinking, I was going to say, I was thinking the other day, like, in a thousand years, like, where people, like, what a city's going to look like? Yeah. Like, what's, imagine, imagine, um, like, Tokyo or something, like, the population's growing, someone someone said to me the other day, it's like, oh yeah, but like, people are dying, so it's evens out, I was like, no, it's not even close to like even out. It's like literally just people keep getting born, yeah. and you, oh, you see yeah. people that have families where they have like twelve kids. You're like, how's that sustainable? Like, how yeah. many? Oh, like I understand the whole big family thing, but I'm just like, how many? Because I even think now it's just like, because I probably like eventually want to have kids. I feel like it would be a thing, but you see people just keep having more kids, more kids, mm. and it's just like, how is it sustainable that like even in like a hundred years or something? Yeah. And I was thinking, do you reckon, like, Australia, because, you know, everything's, like, ocean-based mainly, like, all our major seas and stuff, but, like, obviously we've got, no one wants to live in the middle of Australia, like, in the desert, but, like, is that just, like, is Australia just going to slowly just keep filling up and going inland, inland, inland? Going to have to. 
You don't have to go that way. I mean, you know, and if the seas keep rising, then our cities are going to get get washed out and the harbors are going to rise. Yeah, so that was a pretty heavy thing to start with. Yeah. Um, You know, by the way, we're here with Ricky Boy anyway. Um, You know, we'll go off something mellow, but yeah. Coronavirus <laughs> overpopulation. What else do you want to talk about? Yeah. Um, what's your political view? Well, no. uh, I suppose they're the big things affecting us today. Yeah, so, well, we did have a cruisy morning of um, what did we do? Yeah, went for a little shower ride, went to a cafe. Yep. I was say, that's pretty. That's pretty standard. Pretty good. Standard day for you now, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah. Just oh. a cruisy morning. Either that or a surf. You know, living the good life in Newcastle. I was going to say because I remember I was um, I saw you at Jack Moyes' party the other day. And you're like, I asked you what you've been doing, and you just said, fucking, just good times, having good vibes, whatever. <laughs> and the thing stuck with me, you said, um, well, I think you said something like, oh, I've been on your program, the good vibes thing. Yeah. And I was like, I just remember that for some reason. I wanted to ask you, like, what, like, what, like, what do you mean by that when you like the, the good vibes? Ah, uh, more me, more me time, uh, more family time, doing all the things I like doing. So yeah, it's, yeah just more. More of that, hanging out in my shed. I still haven't hung out in my shed enough since, <laughs> since we've started. But yeah, just just good vibes and good times, you know. Just, yeah, but did you did you like get that from just like I guess I've been trying to push. I've been pushing <laughs> that pretty hard lately, and it goes. It's funny you said that because obviously you um you're working at Lusty. Yeah, and we just like just was it just too time consuming or draining or just like. Not time, but just it was just it was just work. It was just literally. It was work, yeah. You know, so that's it. But you know, I mean, from the good vibes thing, it was like yeah, I've seen you, you know, cruising around, having a good time, and good vibes. Like yeah, you know, that's that's sweet. You know, and when I was younger, it was all about good times. You know, yeah. going to races, riding my bike, having a party. Yeah. Having a party, riding my bike. Yeah. So on and so forth is all about good times, and yeah, just it's all just about good to times. Keep, keep doing good it. times yeah. right now. Well, so, and the thing that I think people lose track of is like they try and work to afford to have a good time, but yeah. then it's just like they're missing out. Like they miss out on a lot of life mm. because of that. Like even when I was talking to Johnny about like when he was making Lusty into like how successful it is now, he lost so much time with the kids and with his mm. wife and he even said like if he could go back, he probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah. And I was like, and that's even now that it's come out the other side, how it has but just like how much do you lose to get that? And then mm. it's just like that whole balance between like yeah, putting so much into something, but I'm like, you, you can lose out. Like you can like, you can't get back that time. Especially yeah. you say now, like you hang out with the kids more. I'm like, how valuable is that time really? Is yeah. that worth like an extra how many dollars in the bank to like get that? Like I keep seeing now and like telling people like that time is so valuable. Like that's mm. worth gold really. Yeah. Like what is, what's a week worth really? Like, Someone said, like, you had a week left to live or to be with people, or you could have, like, a million dollars or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> where, like, where, like, where do you weigh that up kind of thing? It's just, well, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't even scratch the surface, that million bucks. But that's, that's, that's yeah. something that's uh, been a, a factor in what I'm doing now and spending some time with the kids. And, uh, you know, they're both young. And then as they get older, they're probably not going to need less time from me. Yeah. But they'll probably want less time from me. Yeah, find their um, feet. And so, yeah, they're, they're both young and have some good time with, with the kids is, is was one of my main focuses. Um, how old are, how old are they now? Uh, seven and four. So yeah, so it's like... Year two at school and, and uh, last year daycare. So she'll be in kindy next year. Yeah. And then, you know, and then off to school and then they go through the school. Well, that's the school thing. System. It's just like how, like, 
and especially it's funny because obviously that time with them is going to be valuable to you, but to mm. them it's going to be like night and day kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to be so like, oh, dad was there and did all this stuff and we yep. did that. And like, as I look back when I was like a little kid and like our mum would spend so much time with us to take us these cool places. Yeah. And like, you don't realize then looking back at it, you have all these memories of like yeah. these places you're going like, oh, we came in here when we were five and six and stuff. Yeah. We used to like go down the river and do that. And, like, all that stuff doesn't really go away. It yeah. just, like, sinks in. And that's, yeah, with my partner trying to build memories for the kids and memories for us as well with our kids, you yeah. know. And um, that's that's part of everybody's, I suppose, deal wanting to do that. But it's like, okay, let's hit the pause button just for a, a little bit. And there's always going to be more work out there somewhere mm. along the line. And, you know, maybe I'll figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, just was take like a breather. Des- was like a deciding factor when you were like, okay, I want a break. Let's let's go down this different path for a little bit. Was it just like a thing or was it kind of like over time you just like, oh, I'm an iron about it? Or was it just like you just had a point where you're just like, nah, you want change, want something different? Uh, there was, it was, yeah, a massive decision and it, it didn't really, it wasn't something that happened once or, you know, on that day, yeah. um, uh, you know, like, you know, going back to what Johnny done with last, he has a lot of blood, sweat and tears he's put in. Mm. Um, you know, I've been there, it was 11 years and, you know, you uh, there 11 years. Yeah. So I had, I had January blocked out with long service leave and then, um, it was probably towards the end of last year, you know, middle of last year. I was just thinking, oh, look, yep, cool, that's going to be awesome, that's going to be great. And then, um, you know, just some more ideas came up of like, look, what if I just take some time off, take some time away, um, and, you know, with other factors involved and just, you know, work and life. Yeah. It just sort of evolved over a couple of months and just sort of, Made the call, made the leap, and uh, yeah, it, it was probably the biggest or well, one of the toughest decisions I had to make in my life. There was a lot of stuff involved in that decision, and not knowing about the future and a lot of uncertainties. But yeah. the position I was in, and um, just everything that was going on, it's yeah. like, yep, yeah, cool. It's time for a, a potential change, and uh, I think there was a again a point in the middle of the year you know there's always you know plenty of stuff going on everywhere home family work life yeah. but um i was like oh you know i'm probably going to be on 39 in march and i was like wow that's over a quarter of my life you yeah know, being at last year i was like you know it's just one of those things you just want to know as well yeah like what because that's one thing i keep saying to people i'm like like you, you you're doing it now and mm. it's like if it doesn't work then you know. Yeah. If it does work out and you are, like obviously saying you're having a good time, you're spending more time with the kids and all that, yeah. and it does work out, it's like, oh, well, then you know as well. Yeah. Like this is what people, people get the idea that they won't do it, but then they've got that unknown in their mm. head the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we'll play it safe and we'll see what happens and all this. But I'm like, you, you don't fucking, you don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, so then you're like, you're yeah. playing it safe, but you've got this little voice in the back of your head. You're like, well, well what about it? Yeah. Like, and it's that whole doubt. And once you kind of just do it, if it doesn't, like you say, there's always going to be work. There's always going to be something. And you're not mm-hmm. like, yeah. you're not like you becoming a drop kick or like you throwing your life away yep. because you're doing something else. It's just like, you're just trying a different path. <laughs> and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you'll learn. And then you yeah. know, and then you go back and find ways around it kind yep. of thing. But it's yeah. like, people don't want to even take that kind of dive. Mm. And then, like, I see people, like, I've had mates and stuff, and they're just doing stuff. 
like jobs and work and whatever and it's like they hate it and I was just like how can you just constantly do something you hate and then it's just like and it's like okay sweet you you make decent money and Mm, they're doing it for the paycheck yeah and it's just like okay you do that and then you kind of get pissed on the weekend Mm. I'm like is is that your life is that what you want to do the whole time or do you want to like actually venture out and try something new and most of the time it's just like if they actually do it and venture out like they are way happy like Mm. I had a mate um quit his job and then moved away and just just literally whole life changed whole Mm. complete life and then he's just telling me he's way happier yeah like he's not making as much money but he's just enjoying life a bit more like he's got more free time like you say he can do all this and I think it's like that whole thing yeah people just put it down to like a paycheck and money which Mm. is just like you don't need that obviously to get by and to do stuff but it shouldn't be your basis of like happiness and why like in life really it's like oh yeah I got this job that I hate but I make all right money and I can have some fun on the weekends (laughs) and then I'm miserable for five days out of the week yeah it's just like you need to just get your priorities I guess a bit more yeah and the balance the the life balance um so there's there's always going to be more money to make out there there's going to be another job there'll be another opportunity there'll be something else later on um you know there's you know, chatting to different mates, they're like, oh, you can come and do this, you can go and do that, you know, heaps of ideas and heaps of people are supportive yeah. and, you know, there's there's been a lot of comments even from, you know, friends, neighbours, like, well, that's a big leap, that's a big step, you know, just yeah. to, to pack up shop and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ride it out for as long as I can, you know, yeah. um, if I can get a full year off, yeah, that'll yeah. be all right, but, you know, I'm already doing a little bit of work for another mate. Because um, you do for, some work at a bike shop now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for Robbie Adrift on Wednesdays now already yeah. on the tools. Just yeah. he uh, he's got heaps going on and they're just a mechanic short now and I was like, Yeah, okay, I can jump in. Oh, yeah, but, let me do Wednesdays, but you know, it's, it's messing with my vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's it's good to help out. Frank, like if, yeah. if we didn't really go over it because for anyone that kind of is wondering what I'm talking about because we didn't really like check because you obviously worked at last year for what, eleven years yeah, now. Yep. And now you well you, I wasn't sure because you, you, you just quit there. You just like I'm I'm how did it actually go about? You just like I'm, I'm want some time off, or is it just like full? Oh, uh, essentially, just had to resign. Yeah, resign. Yes, look, you know, because you know, it wasn't like I can leave my job for X amount of time and just yeah. walk back in or hey, you know, I want you know a yeah, year yeah, off or yeah. two years or an indefinite period of time. So you know, there was there was a pretty solid process of handovers and stuff yeah. of systems, procedures, so on and so forth. Um, you know, and, and I tried to give them as much notice as possible, I think, you know, um, just, just to be fair and try and leave it a time where it was probably least disruptive to the business, you know Yeah, I mean? you're being been about a, the whole thing. Yeah, well, Johnny's been an awesome mate and he's looked after me amazingly well over the years, you know, and like I said, it goes back to being part of the toughest decision to, to leave yeah. that, that family. Well, it's a and, family, yeah. It's not just um, like 11 years is a long time to yeah, be with people, but... yeah. Um, and the business that's kicking goals, we've kicked some goals. Um, you know, the the bicycle side of the business is, is huge. Um, you know, we've got lots of good things going on there with with all the brands that uh, that they're doing. Uh, but they're in a good spot. You know, they're they're on on target for you know more growth. Yeah. You know, on on that trajectory. It. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's another thing as well. It's just like to I not say like jump ship, but just get out when it's like is on the up kind of thing I think that's when you really know it's like you're not getting out because it's turning to shit you're getting out Mm. because you know okay I want to get out yeah not for any other outside influence just from the fact that you're just like no I'm (laughs) 
I'm ready to I'm ready to get yeah. out for a little bit, I'm ready to yep. do something new, be different. So, no, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's good. I didn't ask you when you were with them. Was Lusty part of Orange Bikes back in the day, or was that separate? That your own? Because yeah. your name on Facebook is still Orange Bicycles. Ah, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I went to invite you to a group chat the other day, and I was like, Ricky Boyer. He's not here. I'm definitely friends with Rick Boy. Oh. I kept searching. Then I remember someone else added you to one, and it was just, well, I didn't know it was you. No, it was yeah. a Jack's birthday. It was like orange bicycles are coming to Jack's birthday. I was like, that's probably Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Yeah, look. Uh, no, I started orange way back in the day with uh, Jonathan Taylor. And he oh, really? And, yeah, so um, that would have been in 2000, 2001. I can't even remember. When back you say ever. started, how do you mean like? importing them yeah we just started a business partnership and started importing orange bikes and was this is jt JT yep and myself and um we had a whole bunch of fun with it for a while there we went through the global racing period where we had you know sean mccarroll mick hannah yeah um those guys and greg Menard was on it of course in in global and it was massive and it really just launched orange yeah then um that global wound up uh, and then they got Steve Pete on board, and again, you know, Orange was a household name in mountain biking, and it was it was massive. And then, then we're getting the <clears throat> return on the investment worldwide. You know, America yeah. was a tough market to crack; they were very strong in Europe. Um, but they had some, yeah, they had some big name riders. On yeah, it, didn't they? it went very well. And then, you know, after a, a bunch of years, you know, I'm still good mates with Jono. He's all gone off to do Revolution. I've sort of kept Orange going on in the sidelines. Um, and so that's probably where you've seen, um, you know, Muddy and Jack Moyer come through riding oranges where I was looking after them, you know, through the bikes out of, you know, orange. Yep. But then we also partnered with Lusty because we were working there and, you know, we're building the, the, the bike yeah, premises, the Lust, Lusty Orange you know, I wonder team. how that was all interconnected because I wasn't yeah. sure if Lusty was with orange. Like, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was before Santa Cruz they had something. I knew, like, obviously, I, I remember when yeah. the team was you guys. Altogether, and you were running, what is it, one industry's gear with the massive helmets? Yeah. Day. Um, <laughs> yeah. When, when, so when did that all, went, like, start up? When did you say? Oh, to... I'm trying to think. Oh, Orange? Oh, well, that, oh, and, and then last... year with the team and everything. Yeah, well, I came on board with, last year. I was actually repping for last year a bit earlier on the piece, but I think I started full-time in 2009, was yep. the start of 2009, and... Yeah, well, I was always riding orange bikes. Johnny had an orange bike at the time, you know, and as you know, it was just that was my thing. And um, so, you know, with Johnny's support for the team and me supporting the boys with the bikes, getting the boys out there, it was um, was pretty good. I had some good years of racing, and, and you know, it was good to get Marty and Jack on the team. On, on the team, yeah. and that would have probably been uh probably starting 2010 you know it was probably pretty unofficial 09 and then you know we we always had it a bit going on you know through 08 09 but probably 2010 2011 were probably our strongest years and that's when you um that's when you won the overall wasn't it uh no i didn't reese atkinson did he pipped me at the last round did he you got second yeah you won won two races he didn't win a race that year (laughs) you won i remember you run you won tassie yeah, and you won um, Borbo. Borbo, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, and then but he was Reece, more consistent. Yeah, he got, yeah. got second, thirds, and yeah, yeah, I do, I do remember that because what did the last race was Shepherd and wasn't yep. it? Yeah, and I binned it. Oh, yeah. and he, he, he uh, snagged it. Yeah, so he then, did Orange good. would have been on the up there, and you would, well, you would have been winning in Australia. Yeah, and, yeah, still selling a few bikes here and there, and you know, I mean, they're not the most technologically advanced bikes, but they still work and they still go well. And <laughs> I remember clearly. Because um, obviously Jack came to the World Cups, uh, I think it was 2012. Yeah. And he qualified um, 
I think he qualified 44th at one and like got, yeah. he, he got some good results. And I think Steve Pete or someone said to, I think Rando and was just like, get that boy a good bike and he'll be in the top 10 soon or <laughs> yeah. something because he's on this old orange that yep. clanked around. But yep. I rode a... Um, I remember Jack's straight line pedals. He puts these old oh. flat straight line pedals on that had no bushes left. They were flapping around and <laughs> I love those things. I remember, yeah, that bike made some noise. That was one thing you could definitely knew yeah. when an orange was coming. But I actually rode one and a mate of mine... Um, Justin Armstrong had just an old one. Yeah. And I was in between bikes. He's like, oh, you can just borrow it for a bit. And it was one of the most fun bikes I've ever yeah. ridden. And this is when I was like, I forgot how old I was, but I just remember just having so much fun on it. It just carried yep. speed really well. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, it's just, I had a really good time. But Yeah, they don't try to be anything else. They don't, you know, uh, profess to be anything else other than what they are. And they're just, yeah. they're just a fun bike. and um, Do the job. Yeah, that's cool. That's I like, fun. see, this is the thing with the podcast. Like, I'd... I never knew the thing about JT and you, that, that's cool. And yeah. the whole, because people always ask me like, well, they'd want to know why I'm doing the podcast and really to uh, get down to brass things. Like, I just like finding out this stuff myself. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's a cool thing because yeah. I was like, yeah, I never, I just think that's cool that you and JT started. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. And the fact that you got like the boys on it as well. And then obviously you see where yeah. that's, take, that's taken Jack yeah. and, and even Muddy, it was like, to put two kids on it, yeah. that would have been pretty young when you started as well. What well, Jack would have been sixteen or something, something like seventeen. That. Yeah, and then yeah. Pro- progress through them both be well, World Cup yeah. podiums and yeah. World Cup teams. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it's been pretty impressive. And even before that, you know, um, when the Global Mad Cats had their team cracking along. Um, uh, before the Iron Horse stuff, they they ran orange for a bit there, and yeah. we were helping out Bryn Atkinson. He couldn't get a bike in time, so we pulled a bike out of stock and sent it off to Bryn. You know, there goes a full, you know, uh, ten plus grand yeah. bike. You know, out. Hey Bryn, look, you're going to need this to train for a couple of months because they couldn't get bikes out of the factory fast enough. Instead of you know, send it to America and then then back yeah. over. So, um, you know, it goes goes back even further then. You know. Well, that's the um, thing with, like, I was talking to you about before, trying to get stuff now for myself. It's, yeah. like, kind of almost pulling teeth because it's, like, they would have sent it from Europe. Yeah. And it's just, like, you, you know what you signed up for when you put me on the team, but it's still, oh, it's so expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's weeks on end. But, yeah, if you've got yeah. someone in Oz that you can just just pull it off the shelf and obviously it's not, like, it's money out of your pocket kind of thing and time and effort, but yeah. it obviously pays off for people in, yeah. for people in Australia. Yeah. But going back to... um that national series did you like what did you, did you expect to kind of do that well because you were saying before you just had you normally do the best when you just go and have fun and mm. i guess you would have been focusing on the team as well yeah. which would have taken your mind off it and then everything else because that was like back then who was that was like when emil was racing and yeah um, um ben cory and yep the, yeah ben was it? racing that season i think he did himself some mischief he had a crash in tassie um uh, Sean O'Connor. Sean O'Connor yeah, was racing. Well. He was specialised. So, um, I think you know, Rennie came back. I think he Rennie did. Yeah, Rennie did come back. He was riding for Monza in a bit there. And the good thing was, you know, TB and and kind of fearing they were still in juniors. Yeah. Um, even though I got junior, I think. In a well, that was the thing. I actually, season. I looked at some um results the other day, and it was a bore bore, and I was. Yeah, I think that was when they were they were coming up yeah. and they were just going back and forth. And I was gonna say, what do you think of that like them coming up and just being like the like they were beating elite times at oh. like some of the races and but it was like it was both, awesome. it was both of them going back. Like how would you feel? You got second in nineteens, but realistically you won elite. Yeah. Like if you pretty much. I know. And, and it's it looks just, 
I frothed on it, you know, I'm like, this is awesome because, you know, I love downhill. So yeah. I'm like, you know, it's, it's in my blood and to see those guys go, yep, cool. The future is strong, Yeah, you know, and, you know, my uh, downhill career has been long, but I haven't uh, trained, so to speak. You know, I've come mm. from a, a different era. I've been pretty lazy. <laughs> um, not doing any secret training yeah. like some of the other people did. You know, and I just always did it for fun and had heaps of fun. You know, the more I rode, the better I got. And yeah, the better yeah. I got, the more I had fun. And I just I'd had to feed myself like that, where, you know, I didn't ride road, didn't ride, didn't go to the gym, don't ride clips, just it's all about fun and, you know, making sure downhill worked for me. But to see those guys do so fast, or to go so fast and do so well. And just pushing each awesome. other each, yeah. each weekend. Yep. Yep. And that was the thing, it was always like, like, Connor would get better and then Troy would just pip him yeah. and then it would go the next weekend. I just remember it was just like, how do you both go that much faster that Troy mm. can just get you by point one or point... I remember it was just, it was yep. building and building. And yeah. we went to... Um, it's almost a little bit like that in this day and age as well. They're, all, they're just neck and neck. It could go either way, you know. I think Troy might just have that little bit, maybe more consistency edge. by by a fraction, but you know, on any given day it could go. Yeah, you can go either way. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool because they just went back and forth. Yeah, for, for a couple, like, couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah. and obviously, I always say to them, it's just like they're their worst enemy and their best friend at the same mm. time because it's like, yeah. who, like <laughs> who made who faster kind yeah. of thing. It's just like they both bounced off yep. each other. And yeah. I feel like anyone that's got that rival or that person to push them is just like that's yep. like. I wonder how. I wonder where they'd both be if they didn't have each other. Yeah, that's like, right. I wonder. Like it would try, like mm. I'm sure they'd both still be good riders, but I'm like, would they be at the level they are yeah. now? Like in twenty, I think it was twenty sixteen. I think Troy got third, and I think Connor got fifth. Yeah. So I'm like both top five in the world. Yep. And I was yeah. just like, and they got each other to thank for that, really. Like, yeah, that's it. No one else, because I know, like, when I was younger racing, which you'd have the same thing. There was always probably one or two people that you just like. You like even if they are your mates, like, fuck, I don't want him to beat me. Yeah. And like that would push yeah. you. That would push you more than anything. Like yeah. even now, I'm like, I don't want to get beaten by my teammates. <laughs> or like even like with Jack or something. Like yep. we'll go to a race and like one of my best mates, but fuck, I don't want him to beat me. <laughs> like that's the thing. And like I think that's the best thing when yeah. you really truly want to beat someone, but it's yeah. not like I guess ego or animosity towards them. Mm. It's just like you're my mate. I don't want to cop shit from yep. you if you beat yep. me. You want to get one up. Yeah, I yeah. want to just give you, like, not give you crap, but just be like, got you this one yeah. or whatever. And that, I think, builds the best, I guess, I don't know, just, yeah, you just have, have fun doing it. A it's, bit of comrade. Yeah. And like, well, yeah, when, you know, you see Troy and Connor go head to head, I had the same thing with Reese Hackinson, you know, we're good mates. And that season, we were lining up on the start line, each other, you know, and we knew that it was coming, you know, at each race, we'd be going head to head with all the other guys, you know, and, you know, give him a good old fist pump and, you yeah. know, and a, a high five and a handshake at the end of it. And you're like, oh, I got you this one. Oh, I got you that one. And it was yeah. backwards and forwards for for quite some time there with, with Reese, you know, um, which was good. And it's, it's, you know, good years, good memories. Do you reckon, um, do you reckon it's like with that, um, with the whole national series and stuff kind of going down the drain now and not having it? Do you reckon mm. that's going to take away from a lot of like the up and coming future of like Australian racing because I look at it now yeah, and it just takes away from a lot of that like it's, like, it's just not there it's like yeah. the whole obviously the national I was talking to Joel Willis about it and mm. I was just like no one really races properly in Australia anymore like it's all kind of state racing which yeah. isn't the same level not the same amount of people not the same yeah. pressure it's not even just the pressure it's just the, yeah. the, the, the hot, like the build up it's just yep. there's obviously different stages club racing state racing national 
international mm. it just it builds up and you've got to kind of like find your feet in each yeah. stage of it and now they've just taken nationals out of the equation like how many young where's, kids where's the the stepping stones yeah, yeah exactly like how many people um, like like when i was coming up like me and jack would race at nationals mm. and we'd build each other up because we'd yep. both be like go back and forth back and forth but we only race each other because we'd go to a national mm. round but now if they take that away like you might be the fastest dude at a state round every weekend yep. but if you've got no one yeah. put it to you oh i'm winning why do i need to put more in yeah and that's like connor and troy lucky they had each other from adelaide but yep. the national series kind of brought everyone together which now it doesn't happen it's yeah it's 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 different look and it's disappointing that it's gone because that's what i've grown up and known and like you've gone through the system yourself and it was a stable platform yeah for all those reasons you've said I see or I feel like that there is also more support in other areas, either from companies or, or, you know, MTBA in some areas at times where they're doing development stuff um, and support programs. But yeah, it's kind of like yeah, the, the middle tier is missing to then get a, a, a stepping board overseas. Yeah. Um, I just but, feel like they're just going to get thrown the deep end. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, I'm seeing more events rock up. You know, maybe it's not the pressure of a national event, but then you do have, a you know, say a Cannonball or a, yeah, or a National Enduro or EWSs as well. And it's like, well, hang on, there's in EWS, you know, I'm getting off topic to that, is that there's some pretty big races here there's a big one coming up in Medina, and then you know there's there's different kinds of feeders but yeah for 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 the downhill stepping stones and platforms it's sort of like there's one sort of step yeah missing and it's it's sad to see the national series go that way Um, one thing i'm seeing now is like you say there's a heap of other options yeah it's kind of like it's almost taking away from downhill racing Mm. and i feel like there's getting more people on bikes but they're not on downhill Mm. bikes and I was talking to someone the other day about how downhill is just going to slowly become like that Formula One thing where yeah, no yeah. one really does it. Mm. It's just like a niche market. Everyone will buy like a trail bike, like yeah. a Scott trail bike or Santa Cruz or whatever. Yeah. And then, but they'll love watching downhill because yeah. like you can't really get the same excitement from Enduro or mm. XC or anything else. Yeah. But the path to get to downhill is going to be a bit different. It's yeah. not going to be like, because when I grew up right, like riding, I had 10 friends. We all had down... That's all you had. You <laughs> yeah, just, that was the only bike. That's yeah. the only bike you had. You had a downhill yeah. bike and then, like, you, no, it wasn't a, no such thing as an enduro bike. You had an yeah. XE bike and it was like, who the fuck wants an XE bike? Like, we used to just ride downhill bikes around the street yeah. to get to tracks and it's just like, that's all we did. Yeah, I remember doing laps on the BMX track on my downhill bike. Yeah, you know, it's just, your knees would blow out from just riding around town with yeah. the seat down, your knees, oh, but yeah. I look at that and now it's... Like everyone, I can understand the why you'd want a trail bike. You can get a decent trail bike, and you can do everything on it. Like you literally yeah. can, you can't ride downhill as quick, and you can't ride. It's it's not as fast cross country. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like you can do everything. And yeah. for people that don't want to fork out seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten grand for two bikes, it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, it's just kind of sad to see so many young kids, I guess, not riding downhill and focusing more on like mm. you say the enduro kind of thing but yeah it's it's like if the cool thing is it's like they're still probably going to have your poster on the wall like that's mm. going to be no like not many kids are going to have like the yeah. xc guy riding yep. the scott it's going to be you on a downhill bike yeah and that's where they're going to get the brand i guess mm. loyalty and identity and yeah. all that yeah and then they're probably going to buy the trail bike and that's yeah that's the thing like i was talking with intense like they don't sell that many dental bikes nope. anymore but they no. sell a shitload of trail bikes yeah and, and then that's the way it's, but that's the funny thing it's the way that it's always been you know yeah downhill bike sales were, were probably bigger you know five ten years ago but then trail bike sales were still 
you know, 75, 80, yeah, 66% of the volume. It just wasn't called Enduro. It wasn't called where it was called <laughs> yeah. All Mountain or stuff. But it's it's exciting. We're in an evolution of mountain biking again. And, yeah, the pointy end's getting pointy, especially with downhill or even XCO or cross-country racing. You know, mm. how many people will go out and buy, you know, a, a seven-kilo carbon hardtail just to race cross-country? No one. You know, that's yeah. at the other end of the spectrum as well. But yeah. everyone's buying this mid-travel bike where it's really good that – you go to a Vic Downhill series, they're still getting big numbers, you know, because they the way they do it is awesome. Yeah. Um, but people are going to be able to start riding their 170mm trail bike on the downhill tracks, and they can do it because the, the enduro bikes these days that yeah, people can, are racing can on handle it. can start doing it. You know? One other thing with that, like you're saying, they can do that. I'm just, the only thing I'm worried about with that is that they're going to start catering for because that's like, I go to a big series race now and like a lot of the people yeah. are on a trail bike and I'm just worried for that, like to trickle down to, oh, this track's too gnarly or too rough yeah. or too whatever. Um, let's make it easier. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, no, we're at a downhill race. You should, it should it be should hard. Be it should be challenging. Yeah. Yep. And it's just that like, I know they've got to cater to the masses kind of thing. Yeah. But um, it's just like how, like, yeah, you're a downhill race. You don't have a downhill bike. It's going to be hard. You're just going to have to deal with it kind of thing. But I guess that's one of the things where it's just like, yeah. And again, it's sort of that evolution of a what is happening in the market, the companies. But seeing that downhill uh, will, will still be the MotoGP or the Formula yeah. One. Is it accessible? Ooh, bikes are getting much more reliable at enduro and downhill, and um, seeing where things come out with e-bikes. You know, I don't think downhill is going to go away. I don't think the numbers are going to get smaller it's just they're not gonna they're not gonna yeah. grow immensely in, in any sort of way shape or form um because there's so many other things there's e-bikes there's enduro and 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 do you reckon it's funny though it's like downhill is getting bigger but less people are riding it like if that makes sense it's like yeah. like yep. at, at world cups and stuff yeah now, it's like it's noticeably like more people more excitement more even just like like i'll just talk to random people and like they'll kind of be like oh yeah you race like downhill and like they actually yep. have a bit more knowledge about it because I think Red Bull's pumping so much money yeah. into it and making it more of like a, not just, obviously it's not like football or soccer or anything like that, but it's becoming a more of a mainstream sport. Mm. Like I was in like a bar the other day and it was just came on TV and was just playing. And like that yep. to me is cool. I'm like, sweet. Like that's my, yeah. well, actually I was, cool. in, I was in Byron, <laughs> yeah, this was great. I was in Byron, um, Byron Bay and it was, um, there was an old replay of Leo Gang and I started filming it, and as I started filming it, a clip of me came up doing a jump <laughs> back in 2014, and it was just the timing was like, like I was like, what the fuck are the odds of that? And it was just, yeah, it was just random. And I literally panned over, and it just popped up. I was like doing shuckles or something after the fi- I finished my run or something. And I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. But, the moons yeah. are aligning for that one. Yeah, oh, that was it. Was a, I was just a trip. I yep. was just like, nah, that's just the fact yeah. it was on, the fact that I filmed it, the fact that it was the exact <laughs> time, I was just like, all these stars aligned yeah. all of a sudden. But, um, nah, it, is, it'd be, it will be cool to see, um, see where it does actually, like does go mm. and how it does get, like where it does get to, but it is cool to see it growing. Like yeah. that was one thing when it was just like, cause it did take a big, not dive, but just kind of, just didn't, wasn't as, yep. it wasn't as interesting, I guess, and now it's just on the on the rise. It's on the up go. again, yeah, and you know, even at, at national level, you know, been chatting to the MTBA guys at different races as to you know how we can keep it going in Australia, and you know, I just think 
there's been a pull to Endura, you know, I think, you know, it's not the death of downhill. Um, How do you find watching it? Because that's the thing, it's, there's, there's, you, you're watching times, you're not watching racing, like that's, yeah. I can't get excited about it. Like that's the thing, it's cool to see, especially when like you've got friends like Eddie or something racing mm. and you, you've got that connection to it, but like I'll watch the highlights after the race, but you already know the result. Mm. So I'm yeah. like, you, it's like you watch something past tense it's never as exciting and i think that's yeah. why downhill is always going to be yep. that thing where it's like you watch their whole run you know exactly what they're mm. doing even that they're getting better with that there are more cameras on the track because yeah. even now they, like you go to fort william and they only film the bottom half of the track yeah some of the camera locations are uh, oh, that's, that's, and people don't <laughs> understand like I, I talk to um like more or less like family members and stuff yeah. and they'll see like oh it's great at the first split and the first splits after a minute and then they'll come the next one and they'll be three seconds down and they don't understand. They're like, mm. where do you lose all that time? Like, he looks like he's great. I'm like, well, you've missed three minutes or two mm. minutes of track. Yeah. It's just, and it's like two minutes of like where yep. you can actually lose and make time where the yep. top's just like a few turns. So yeah. it's that disconnection where you go to a track which is like two and a half, three minutes long and you have a camera on every... Yeah, like that's why the, point. the Red Bull people love short tracks because mm. they can film yep. the whole thing yep. and there's no where did he lose the time it's like no you see top yep. to bottom you see every rock yeah. every turn everything yep. and i like short tracks as well because I, be, <laughs> I seem to do better at them but i think i think it like people want to see the whole thing yeah they don't want to see yep. bits and pieces and i think that's kind of oh, what, definitely yeah even me sitting on the lounge at home i'm like well you know we just missed a whole minute or yeah yeah like, where where, like yeah, come on yeah when's he coming in the camera like yeah. you or whatever because yet sometimes like people just don't come on the screen and you're like oh yeah. what's happening where if you've got a camera everywhere mm. and i think that's kind of why they've narrowed down with the top 60 and all that and trying to like because yeah. now they're trying to get qualifying covered as well okay. and i don't think it's going to be live streamed but it's yeah. going to be all recorded and then they're just going to put it up that night yeah so and it makes sense i'm like yeah, it's half cool. it's like half the race yep you can put it up and i think it'll benefit um, like riders as well because mm. it's probably going to fuck with some people because then they can watch like watch what other people yeah. are doing it yeah. can change might change your ideas your line or whatever because yeah. some people are funny like that they won't do certain things until times yeah until it really counts I try and hide it yeah yeah exactly so if they televise it and put it out it, but it's just like every other sport like uh, MotoGP, all that was like it's part of the race, it's part mm, of the story. Yep. Build something into it, like yeah. you have to commentate it, just put the footage out there. And there's points for qualifying as well, like exactly. People are trying, yeah. so it'd be good, yeah, if, even if it's just recorded. I mean, they've got the cameras there, there's if they can well, switch it on they, the day they, before. They've always got them on, they're always shooting it. I'm like, yeah. put it out there, even for the juniors, like they never record the mm. juniors. And I'm like, you've got the cameras there, yeah, film them, don't commentate it, put it up, yeah, even for the top 10, yeah, yeah just the top, the top 10, 10 top juniors, 20, put it as like a bonus thing on Red Bull, yeah. Because to be fair, the juniors probably go harder than top ten juniors would probably yeah. go harder than the last sixty elite men. Yeah, realistically, <laughs> especially if you tell them you're going on TV. Yeah, like top ten qualified. You guys are all live yeah. feed. Because I know as soon as I got in that live feed, I was about as <laughs> a window. <laughs> I was probably twenty seconds into my run, and I just sent and I hundred percent. I was like, I'm on TV. <laughs> this, this is my time. Go. Like yep. in my head, I was just like, it's that whole Kodak carriage thing. Yep. I was like, everyone at home's watching. Like, people sent me messages like, yeah, we're going to stop and watch and all that yeah. stuff. And I was just like, it's time to time go. To time, to, time to make. And yeah. I like, remember it had me pedaling out of the gate and sprinting for, like, the first 50 metres or whatever. And then the next clip clips this massive, like, um, dirt face with, like, a bit of a drop. And I just just didn't touch the brakes where I normally did. Just sent off the first one, bounced, didn't get time to brake check and just sent it off this hump. 
and just went deep and just bottomed out. And that was my first 20 seconds of being on Red Bull TV ever. Yeah. And I remember I got to the bottom and everyone was just like, how did you ride that You're out? Alive. I was just like, yeah. I was just on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, um, that was a cool, pretty cool first experience. Now, I want to get back because I was talking about, how you said before about the whole good vibes thing and um, traveling around and all that. And I kind mm. of, I got to say, I guess... I not got the idea from it, but it was also part of. Do you remember when you did that trip with um, Glenn Jacobs? Yeah, yeah. When, when when was that? And what was that called again? It was. It was chosen line. Chosen line. That's it. Yeah, I remember yeah. the DVD. Yep, remember no. that was. Um, <laughs> what year was that? Because that, yeah, that was part of my uh, childhood, right there. I'm pretty sure that was two thousand and five, and I actually had someone uh, uh, from up in Queensland send me a couple of clips of that last week of um of it reminded me and every now and again someone will send me a picture of my face on the back of the cover and it was a shudder and cringe oh dude it's, it's still there that sort of stuff but yeah no it was it was awesome so yeah glenn jacobs uh you know off the back of his mud cows you know was you know trying different ideas and a few of other boys uh from up in Cairns and his mates you know put together this chosen line idea um and so we had dennis bear another good mate and uh benny branham well you know co-host and then we'd go and travel around and see you know stop in at Kavark's house and Rennie's yeah. house and Brennan's house and travel all around Australia and go riding with people um and, and just see what their lifestyle was up to their who, local trails and who came up with the idea and like how did uh well it was the it was it was Jacob's um idea primarily I believe I mean he had um a business partner in Dylan Jeffries I'm pretty sure and you know those guys just sitting around like I sort of said oh, at the back of them you know, after Mudcow series that Jacobs had put yeah. together, traveling the world, filming that while he was doing four cross. Um, and I think it was even a few years before, I actually did a Mudcow's four. We did some filming for a Mudcow's four, but that uh, that never made it to air. Yeah, it don't know, don't know what happened to that one. Um, but yeah, Chosen Line, it was, it was their idea, just cruising around and having a good time. We had a bus and cruise around in a van as well. And how, did, just, um, how did you get funding for like all that? Or is that just kind of off your own back? Or did you get sponsors? or like um, that? The guys did, yeah. So I sort of came on towards the end of the, 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 the not the program, but um, uh, of the, all the procedures. They were You've like, hey, do, do you want to come on board? And I was like, yeah. So they had it all sorted, you know, with a few few sponsors, I think. It was um, uh, Gilligan's. There's there's a big backpackers accommodation up there. They yeah, chipped yeah. in. They had a, a, a fuel sponsor. Um, uh, Benny worked, you know, for one of the travel companies up in Cairns, yep. running a bus, and they let, gave him a bus. Um, so you, they, did you paint it? Did you paint it or wrap it? All it was already orange. Oh, it was already, so it was already orange. orange. So yeah, Benny Benny drove that. Um, I had my van, little Mercedes Vito, just chugging around behind, and we were all loaded up, just cruising around having good times what were you doing at the time like what were you doing for work like because it just it doesn't Uh. have like i would because that's kind of what i feel like i started doing with um when i traveled up the coast and i just yeah i wanted to just go kind of check out whatever like i just because i'd go stay with people up the coast like i'd see like kez dog in wollongong um josh carlson stay with jack like i I, but i just was at the time when i did it i wasn't really riding so much i was just kind of just traveling but i was like I'd love to do this. Yep. Put a like, have a bike with me. I've got my camera. I've got like a yeah. podcast thing. I like, and just literally just live yep. in someone's kind of life for a couple yeah. of days, kind of hang out, and then experience their training, <laughs> their lifestyle, everything like that. Like yep. even that's something I'd really like to do now because no one does it. And nope. that's the thing I remember as a kid. Like I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, yeah. I remember because did you put did you 
It was just the movie, wasn't it? Because I think it was on Fuel TV and they had yeah. it as like a series as well. Yeah, we did a bunch of episodes and it went to Fuel TV for whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was the guys doing all that. I was just, you know, you just I was just hanging loose, um, having a good time. But yeah, they, they got it on a Fuel TV, um, X amount of episodes and stuff. And then the DVD came out. Um, I'm not sure if they produced a full-length DVD or the one that came out on um, uh, the AMB. So yeah. it was like free on the AMB magazine. Yeah, yeah. It then um, it was just like the choice, not choice cuts, but it was um, a condensed version, you know, yeah. like an hour and a half of all the best bits. Yeah, so, I think I remember I got that one. 100, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I did get that one. And that's probably you know what people sort of know and see these days because it just went everywhere, you know. And yeah. um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I don't know. Whether it was Mick Ross telling me who who's now with Flo. That it was one of the the biggest um, issues ever. So, yeah, yeah. People so, like free shit. Know, when the DVDs <laughs> put came a DVD out on, on that, yeah. Whether it was that one or other ones, but yeah. I wonder what kids would do now if you put a DVD on a magazine. They just like, <laughs> what is this? What is, what is this? Is a frisbee with <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's funny. No, I, thought, yeah. I, I do remember. I definitely got that. That's yeah. Yep. That's really cool. That's um. See, that's something that I feel like it has such potential to become. Mm something something cool yeah and it's just like you can because that's what i kind of wanted to do with like do now with mm. training but it's just kind of hard to have a proper like yeah schedule and like regime day by day yep. but then try and obviously film because just the fact filming and editing uh, you can't train and be a normal yeah. athlete and then do all that but it might be just yep. something in like the off season downtime because yeah. i was talking with joel willis and we really want to do a trip down to tasmania yep and like he's got a van, I've got a van. Yep. Tr- cruise down, ride Derby, ride Medina, and that's the thing now with like the internet and like YouTube and Instagram. Mm. I'm like, you can build a big following and be a big personality, yeah. and then like racing gives you a big platform to be seen and be heard and relevance mm. and all that. Yep. But if you can just put out content and yep. with cool people, yeah. cool things, I'm like, it's getting that way where if you can like people make a living off not even doing that much content really if you can yeah. like we were talking with win masters like he chats to people and does a wheelie and <laughs> that's like we were joking around like he's made a career off his back wheel yeah. literally, and, and yep. it's like something everyone can do but he's yep. kind of like just branded it and yep. and put it out there but yeah his win tv is a crack up he's he's good and then when i you know had some of my best seasons. you know i remember win coming over to australian race in australia and would have been you know probably eight or nine or ten you know and it yeah. was just this you know uh rice and noodles eating kid coming over from new zealand just going as hard and as fast as you can you know and they're, just a true character definitely characters aren't they the, yeah. the masters have got something different <laughs> in their blood yep but no, no, that is, maybe i need to talk to glenn yeah i think i need to hit him up and just kind of how he kind of put it all together because I I remember now like I always try and think back to like how I was as a kid and like what I would like wanted to see and I remember like I'd get home from school and I'd want to put on Fuel TV (laughs) and if like Drop In was on which was that old Canadian series I was just like frothing or um Choice line, choice line, chosen line, sorry, I'm sorry, chosen line. Um, if that was on, I just remember like glued yeah like just glued to the tv I, th- I think i remember somewhere you wrote some real steep rocky track 
and Glenn had a massive crash or something. It was just like literally, yeah. just, and yeah. like for some, like that's just stuck in my head. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but I can just remember watching that. Oh, another fucking thing, the the smoothie thing. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember yeah. when. I, uh, I started racing nationals and stuff. I probably didn't even know you that well, but yeah. I think I'd always do the smoothies things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. who's this little shit? Just, like, yeah. just those things. That, what was the point of that? Just, like, smooth lines? Just, oh, I just know. Oh, just, just the yeah. thing that just took off. It <laughs> just came up, you know, through a few mates in um, in Penrith. Just a saying and just being idiots. And, um, yeah, it was just all about being smooth. And it just kind of caught up evolved, you know, they just yeah. whacked together. It was a little segment. It was just like compilation. <laughs> yeah. He saying it. It was just like, yeah. Oh, don't do anything like that. It'll catch on too quick. No, we might even have the DVD around here somewhere. Is I'm it here? Sure. No, we'll have a look. We'll later. have a search for it. I was going to say, I'm in. Um, I don't know if I. Is that, there's an orange corner over there. Yeah. I've seen it. Because <laughs> I don't know if I, I've seen all of it, actually. Because I know back then, like, I would watch it when I was on Fuel TV. And then I think I got the DVD, but I think it was the yeah. condensed one. Yeah. So I don't even know if I've seen everything yeah. in it. But, yeah. but no, I'd love, no. To, I'd love to talk to um, talk to Glenn about, like, yep. how he kind of set it up. And, yeah. Because that's one thing, like, obviously you said you, you kind of came in after it was all kind of set up. And yeah. that's one thing. I'd rather someone else organise it all, like, <laughs> do the logistics side yeah. of it thing. I'm like, I'll supply the camera, I'll go yep. to the places and do everything. But it's just trying to, like say, get sponsors together yeah. to fund it. Yep. And then, like, how are you going to actually promote it and put it out there? Yeah. Look, but, we had a loose plan to start with because there were a couple of races that we did in between. I, was, uh, I think we ended up at Eildon and pff, can't even remember what other races were in there. But it was, you know, and, and on the way we would stop and we had X amount of time. But, you know, there were different ideas. We went and rode with um, Jared Graves as well in Toowoomba. And then I was like, oh, well, let's go see uh, Rennie. We, um, uh, one of my mates, Phil, had awesome dirt jumps in Mount White down near Hornsby. And he was really nice. So the ramps? The ones with the no, that was, a, that was another guy, another mate, Clint, who used to oh, ride hey. motocross yeah. quite a lot in Supercross. Um, uh, but, yeah, Phil's dirt jumps in in mount white i don't think they're there anymore um but i still see phil every now and again he's still riding you know bmx or mountain bike and all that sort of stuff still see him kicking around and but yeah it was just it was a loose plan let's go here 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 and here and on the way see who we could you know dig up on the way and then we, we ended up in albury with brand and uh luke fink was probably winning in like you know australian x games at the time yeah. riding bmx and you know went and hit the skate park with him for a bit and then he ended up in drift cars and um that's cool though yeah you can thing. just well yeah you can just go yeah just, there's people are, like that's what i mean you can just mm. kind of just hop to different places yeah and you don't want to have an actual plan because yeah. it's just like hey we're coming here yep. you're free yep. yep let's do something yeah. see what that kind of evolves into and yeah. then you go to the next spot yeah we caught it with rando in canberra as well um yeah so there, there, there was heaps on so yeah because that's you know i was talking to you before like i almost wanted reenact that almost because like, <laughs> you know, like, even like i'd always yeah. um get on my brother jake about i was like you need it we need to do a t- <laughs> we need to do a tia too we need to do mm. this is australia because i feel like in like the internet's kind of died off with like no one does proper mm. videos or anything even if it's like not a full movie just do a series do yeah. like a series of like 10 episodes yeah. go around like I'd love to go see Grazy, do a video with yep. Grazy, go see Rando, do a video with Rando, Dave yep. McMillan. Like there's so many yes, like yeah, there's so many the new kids, yeah, new kids, like yep. guys that have done it. It's just it's. Yep. I feel like that's one thing now where a lot of the people, 
like they like for me anyway they got brought mm. up on this kind of like seeing how everything kind of happened and yep. like that got you excited because you're like oh he's doing this different he's doing this yep. and it's kind of there where now I guess you get little trickles of it through Instagram and stuff but it's not the same it doesn't yeah. ex- like it doesn't really excite you it doesn't it's like, just it doesn't, a snippet doesn't yeah. tell a story no, yeah. no insight into their like that's one thing now with like Instagram life. and that like yeah sweet you, you can see a photo every single day but that doesn't tell me shit mm-hmm. really or you yeah. can see like a little two second video yeah. again no idea like I'm all about that's why like I like the podcast and I want to do the, like the traveling around and stuff because people mm. get an insight they get understanding they get not like that's where he rides that's who he hangs out yeah. with, that's how he is as a person that's how yep. he, like what they do oh, that's like, what else they do they're not just riding yeah and like, surfing, like just use on motocross exactly or, yeah. like I was talking I want to go out and film with Jack and I was like I want to go get him surfing get him like he just they get shitbox cars and go drifting and stuff <laughs> and like get him as a per- like his whole like kind of lifestyle like yeah. where he lives going out in like the boat and stuff yeah. and I'm like people don't mm. want to just like people love like this is the whole thing yeah. people you get people's attention through the ride yeah but I'm like at the end of the day like they've seen you ride a million times I'm like what are you going to do with the attention you've got now like show yeah. them you like show them your yeah. lifestyle show them what you're interested yeah. in show them like show them all this other stuff yeah. like I don't I, it's like yeah people like, I don't get how people just like all they put out is riding yeah and I'm like yep love riding it's awesome but fuck do you want to know who I am yeah like, do you want to know what I'm into what I and like people, what I do they froth on that they're, they're Exa- stoked on that exactly like, and I was break like, down the person you feel like you get to know them and cause yeah. even like it's funny I always say with like motocross guys and like you might like yeah love Roxon or love this mm. guy or hate that guy but you're like don't really know them that well. Yeah. Like, you get a little snippet Instagram thing here yeah. and there and the odd interview, but, like, how often are people truly themselves in, mm. in, in, in like, a in a 20-second yeah. interview or whatever? Like, I was saying today, like, I'm not my 100% myself because it is, it's a, it's pretty full-on experience when you you've got to... you yourself out there too. You've got to, yeah, yeah you've got a crowd around you, you're talking to someone you don't really know and there's a camera in your face. Yeah. Go, be yourself, be yeah. normal, be casual or whatever and it's just yeah. like... Yeah, you're a bit taken back, so it's just like yeah, if you can get yourself out there more, I'm like, fuck, why not do it? Yeah, but it is yeah, it is it is a hard thing to to do it, but I think um yeah, I think I definitely want to like start get, like going down that road a bit. Yeah, but it's it's funny now because even like how I said I want to do all that stuff, but at the same time it's just like trying to balance that with an actual racing yeah. career is hard. But I like the fact time. I like the fact that. I'm already excited about it now. Yeah, if you can get some help, you know, we had a couple of guys on the cameras. There was a few guys on cameras, and then I'm um, trying to think. There was a couple of guys doing the editing as well. So mm. um, the editing's a big one because it takes. The, yeah, and you know, it's time. <laughs> yeah, we'd send the tapes away, and you know, I think it was like well over a year before they had the product to you know do you know they had snippets to try and sell it to fuel and so on and so forth but it took a long time you know and i wasn't involved in any of that either so i was just <laughs> you just just have a good time yeah, just have a good that's because <laughs> that's the notice since i've been doing like the the vlog thing i'm like because you, you want to get everything because mm. you never know when something good's going to happen or whatever but if you get everything yeah you also got to yep. cut the shit <laughs> so it's yeah. like and there's a lot of crap that you yep. can because it's either like you're gonna might miss a good bit, yeah. or you're gonna get so much stuff that you've got to like siphon through it and then get everything good, and that's yeah. it, it's, it's it's time consuming going yeah. through it. But 
like you say, you just yeah, you just get a bunch of good people together. Yeah. And like you say, when and it'll, it'll happen. It'll make itself. Yeah. Make itself come through. But the idea, bit of time, you know, and, uh, and a little bit of support in the back end always helps. I need to buy a bus. Yeah. I need to go look for a big orange bus. <laughs> what happened there? I think it was just a high one or... No, I think it was... Uh, so I think Benny Bramham drove for that company and like he was in a tour tour operator up yeah. in Cairns and I think they, they lent the bus and said, yeah, you sure, sure thing. Go put 20,000, 30,000 Ks on it. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, just bring it back full tank. <laughs> so yeah, I think they supported us in that way and... That sort of stuff, but yeah, that and I had my van as well, um, little Vita, put most of the bikes in that. And yeah, where'd you go to sleep? Just traveling circus, yeah, floors, swags, <laughs> wherever. Like it was, you know, it's like it was like early days of doing, you know, a World Cup circuit or series yeah. or something like that, or racing, just hanging out at mates' houses. And yeah, we do a couple of hotels here and there, motels and so on and so forth, You'd but pretty yourself. much. <laughs> floors and and camping and yeah it was just it was just good time you know we were heaps younger and didn't have didn't any care. obligations yeah it was yeah. fine yeah. What, what did you say what you were doing for work back then at the time uh well still doing orange but i was also working in the local bike shop you know a few days a week and doing orange and a bit of repping and just a bit of everything and so you know it, it covered my way paid my way for yeah uh, i think it was four to six weeks or something like that like it was pretty condensed it was pretty jam-packed yeah could have been longer but you know and then we did a few other that's, little that's short very, trips that's not very long to do yeah everything you did really but it was, it was like, go 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 travel ride ride travel party yeah. um but yeah we did a few other bits and pieces you know we flew back up to Cairns for uh, a couple of edits and yeah other stuff and yeah just crammed it in and so how many did. so how many episodes did you have did you say all up oh uh, couldn't tell you don't know for, for four weeks yeah i remember because it felt like it was fairly like there's a i remember i just remember yeah. like from back when i used to watch it i was like for four weeks to cram that into it like yep. that's normally over months or yeah. like six months or something you get i guess if you guys just went for it just <sighs> like because <laughs> we got this amount of time we've got a bus let's go yep. let's do it that was it yeah just you know we all had limited time we, you know we had jobs we had to get back to at the end of the day but you know it's just a lot of the guys i work with you know either glenn or Dylan or, you know, even Johnny or anyone, you know, drifters just get in, get it done, you know, it's all about work ethic, you know, have fun along the way, but that's, that's hard work too. And just do you think I'm party like, hard, work hard, get it done. And... I'm just thinking now that it feels like a bit of a trip because I always think back of like, I could look at my young self watching that video of you just like hitting ramps or Glenn crashing on that steep track and then fast forward 10 years or something <laughs> and be like, now I'm sitting down doing a podcast talking to you about it <laughs> wanting to do the exact same thing yep. like i just feel like that's a bit of a trip to be like like oh, i don't know it's just a weird thing yeah. to just be like i don't know imagine as a kid like obviously i didn't know like i knew who you the were future. through, through yeah. that but it's just i always think it's funny to be like you look at that and then i don't know yeah. it's, just, it's just a weird thing to me like it's if i looked at it and then imagine 10 years later i would be sitting down doing it like didn't even yeah. have a fucking podcast was yeah. a podcast even a thing back then i don't know no okay. i didn't even know what an ipod was back yeah, then. yeah exactly and then yeah. you're like oh it's just it's just a i don't know it's just i've made i don't know if some kid's gonna listen to this and be like that's what i mean like some kid yeah. listen to this and be like maybe in I 10 years i'll be yeah, yeah i might do a podcast or do a video or do something that's cool but yeah. Um, getting back, you were saying early days of World Cup racing because this is another thing I didn't actually know. Did, did you? When did you obviously did some World Cups? Uh, I only did a couple. I think I only did. I really don't think I did two. I did. Uh, I tried to do a couple when I was junior, but I did Norbers, Norbers in the states yeah, and the support big. events. Yeah, so I did. I did a, a couple of um, trips overseas, but it wasn't dedicated for me to try and 
get overseas. You know, it was funny. Uh, I started racing when I was younger. You know, when um, uh, who were the guys around? Around you, like well, Pinozzo's? And... Yeah, Pinozzo was a year or two older. Johnny Waddell was a year or two older. Um, and I, Is that Liam, Liam or Joel? Uh, Joel. Joel, yeah. Joel and, and, you know, I was racing against Jared Randall, Nathan Rennie, and my age category, and we were juniors together, and, you know, Robbie down at Drift um, as well. And, you know, we were, for me, it was all about good times. I didn't really realize I could, you know, make a career or money out of it and just yeah, love so... riding my bike. And then as it evolved, I was like, oh, you know, went overseas, went to America to do a bunch of races. I was like, wow, this is something that could happen but I was already probably a year or two behind people realizing that and they were sort of setting themselves up a bit more and I wasn't really that fast you know I was just having heaps of fun and yeah, loving doing it for the right reasons yeah and um you know came back uh, came back home you know riding overseas just you know elevates you riding at home and you know started doing really good and it's then I, fun. it's uh, funny yeah. <laughs> did you feel like you got back and you didn't feel like you were that much better but everything no just no that's felt, right felt yeah. easy almost yeah. it was just like Oh, these tracks have suddenly got a little yeah. bit less steep, and these rocks yep. aren't as big, and oh, these roots aren't, yeah. Yeah, it's... and didn't really notice it, but as you progress, you know, your times get faster, or you're riding faster, and you're like, okay, yeah, cool, that's it's good, and it's it's a another stepping stone. It's funny how that really works. Well. I, yeah. I came back after my first year racing in Europe, yep. and like you said, I didn't notice either. I remember I went to a race at King Lake, and I remember I just I felt good, and then someone, a few people watched me, and I even remember my, my dad watched me through this section and he's just like, you look different now. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? It's just like, you just wanted it. Like, yeah, you just, there's you another, just, oh, you're traveling you, another five kilometers an hour. Yeah, you just yeah. on it. And I like remember looking back at footage afterwards, like, fuck, I was on it. But it's just yeah. funny how you do, yeah. you do get that jump. You don't realize, but yeah, it, it helps in a big way and... You know, but then from there, uh, that year or a year later, I broke my leg really badly being in a bit of a snap ahead, you know. Was um, this in America? No, in Australia. Sure. Where were the World Cup, sorry, that you... Um, well, I went back over in 2002 and I did Fort William and Mont St. Anne. Oh, okay. I just loved them. Yeah, That's I was going to so say, you went fun. for the two most iconic yeah. ones. Like, we're going to do it, we're going to do the big yeah, one. Yeah, that was sick. Um, but prior to that, so then the, the, the American trip before that... Um, I raced uh, Big Bear um, won the junior support race there um, in a Hawaiian shirt pretty much and you know all the Americans that were all sticking up were like who's this kid <laughs> and I was just like oh, I don't know man I was just having yeah. some fun and... do you reckon that's like the whole I guess New Zealand Australian mentality yeah. it's just like just, just yeah have a good time and yep. just kind of because I used to have this thing where like you like I'd rather be the guy that looks like a bit of an idiot, yeah, and beats everyone. You know, like <laughs> this is one thing I don't get. I don't get when kids try and look this real professional, yep. proper, got all the gear, got yep. the bike, and then they just suck pretty much. Yep. Like they're just not that good. I'm like, why would you want to look like the best guy out there? Mm. And then everyone's got this idea or expectation that you're going to do well, and you're really yep. kind of got eyes on you because yeah. of how you look. And then you don't perform, and yeah. then it's just like you put almost added pressure More on pressure. yourself before you've even done anything. Like, yeah. I'd rather be the kid wearing gumboots on a huffy yeah. that's absolutely hosing yeah. everyone, and then that's <laughs> what gets people talking. Like, yeah. it's it's like when Jack Moy was like at his first World Cup, and Petey's just like, get that kid, like, yeah. flash and flashy or anything. I was like, Orange is like a bad bike, yeah. it's just as funny because, like, it's. I'd rather be the guy, yeah, the, the undercover guy yep. that does that's well. It. Yeah, and I it's think just, a lot of Aussies and Kiwis. 
probably think, you know want to attack it like that. Yeah, I reckon the underdog. People yeah. like the underdog, and yeah. then if the underdog does well, it's good. If he does bad, no one expects him to do well anyway. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of win-win. Mm. Where that guy that's like the flashy, all the gear, making yeah. a lot of noise. Like you, you're not at the top, but you kind of. Yeah. You're either going to be what they expect you to be, or you're going to be. Yeah. You're going to be under under, <laughs> under that. So it's just like yeah. So so where was that? Where was that? The wine shirt thing it was in the, in the states. Oh, yeah, and it was either that or a t-shirt and um, something. You know, and he, I lined up, and they're just looking at this tatty old you know bike and some kid from Australia, and that were you know like they were dressed up no nothing no disrespect you know but they're in america they were in the industry and they were getting yeah. support and you know they had all the latest stickers all the latest clothes and everything and yeah i was surprised you know but i was just like you know stoked couldn't be happier and they're just looking like who's, who's, who's this park you know and i was only the junior event like there was the there was a world cup on and i couldn't get entry into that just for you know uh political reasons and all that sort of stuff yeah. you know and it wasn't super organized as well so <laughs> but, um, but yeah then we did another bunch of races we did the um uh salt lake city race uh in deer valley we did mammoth and um uh tahoe yeah you know and just good times good trails i wish there was more races in america mm. hey yeah like all I hear, it was many other aussies racing with you or did you just kind of solo oh. when you went over well i did that trip with jared randall and robbie mack from yep. drift so we we bought this big old green van and that's a whole nother story we'll have to cover <laughs> another day that's, that's the story's been told this is the thing get a van get a few mates yeah. go ride your bike yeah. like you're not yeah. gonna have a bad time i feel like people just don't do that shit yeah. anymore i feel like no, God, for whatever it. reasons they well, the Vanzacs do, but yeah, yeah, yeah but not so much in Australia. Yeah, yeah, in Europe and whatever. But I feel like just yeah, do it at home. Yeah, do it, do it in Australia, do it in Europe, do it in America. Yep. Like, get your boys, get together, and that's the whole do thing with like, I guess the Vanzac was kind of the whole image of like, just go and have fun yeah. with your mates and have a good time, yep. and that's not so serious. Because I was yep. like joking around David saying he's like corrupted juniors and he got he got pretty kind of snappy at me which i understand why because everyone kind of <laughs> says that and i get like I, like i'm like it, like it, he hasn't actually corrupted them he's just kind of showed them to have a good time yeah. but i think just people read into the party side of it all yeah. and then kind of like go down that direction but it's yep. like it's not it's like literally all they do is ride their bikes for fun yep. have a good time make videos like they sell their clothes and all that and i'm like yep. if you can do that and make a living yep out of it or make something out of it I'm like yep. go fucking do it like go yep. make it happen and I think I think a lot of um, a lot of kids just kind of might have just jumped on the party kind of side of it or seen that yeah. not so much the riding your bike there fun side but yeah it's one of those things it's just like yeah the whole van just get in the van and go travel around like yep. I was talking um, a few people in like Oz and I was like if you go over and race World Cups and like even if it doesn't work out, like, you don't get exactly what you want to do. I'm it's like, a life experience. Oh, I'm just like, even I talk to people now, like, worst case scenario, I'm in a cool place with good people, ride my bike. Take away the racing yep. result, at the yep. end of the day, I'm like, you're already winning. And it's just like, you put that in perspective, and it's just mm -hmm. like, the race yeah. is the cherry. The race is yeah. like, literally, <laughs> that little bonus that just gives yeah. that little push into like, okay, this is cool, but yeah. it's, oh, I hate when you see people just cracking their shits. And I know it's like an emotional sport like yeah. anything is and you want to do well and that's the reason we all train so hard and all this shit but i'm like you're at, yeah you're in this cool spot yeah. good people all this stuff 
just 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 okay. look at that because I said like yeah. people travel to Europe or America or Canada and just go look at like the mountains yeah. and experience a lifestyle and then they go home and yeah. they're happy as hell because they've yeah. experienced this new place, new people, new culture. I get to do the same thing, but I get kids and crowds yelling at me and like get to actually do something I'm really good at, which is cool. So I'm like, look at that side of things as well. It's just like, yeah. So there's more people need to do that. So maybe we just need to, we just need to get the bands out and just get the people going. Yeah, that's it. I was going to tell everyone, I'm like, hey, I brought that, um, that crafter and decked it out and because I used to have like this just old Colorado well not old but this Colorado U yeah and I had it for ages and then I just kept thinking fuck I miss my van I miss my <laughs> van and then I brought that decked it out put a bed in it put some bikes in it travelled yeah. around I had that thing for a week and I just remember just being so happy again I Fall was like love. oh I was just like this is it yeah. like I can just drive where I want yeah. I can sleep in the back I can yeah. rock up to a beach yeah like I just go to Wollongong a heap and there's just like beaches where no one cares if you park there literally pretty much park five meters from the beach wake up in the morning go mm. for a swim yeah. try and surf try, <laughs> pretty much just drown come back yeah. have a shower at the beach go for a ride yeah. get a coffee oh it's just a just a cool way it's to do life. it yeah yeah i've always tried to have a van when i was racing or riding just for those reasons i didn't really deck it out that much but you know it, it made life easy throwing oh. stuff in having a snooze going places doing things oh yeah, yeah. i loved it yeah just <laughs> well, you got, you got half the kit out for uh, for another TV series, whatever. Well, that's you what it. I mean. Like, I just yeah. I've already yeah got the thing. I'm I I really want to make it happen. Like, even funny. Like, I was filming Joel Willis yeah. the other day, and I was like so excited about filming someone else. And I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm glad that I've got that. That I'm like, I don't just want to be riding, be the rider kind yeah. of thing. And it was funny because Joel was um, saying to me, it's just like. I feel like when you're a good rider, you understand what you think looks good or you um, kind of get an yep. idea of how you're going to hit something or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes I go filming with like a filmer and I'll see where they're standing and I was like, that's going to look shit. Yeah. And I just know it's going to look shit because I know how <laughs> I'm going to hit the corner and I'm like, yeah. you should stand there. But you also don't want to just bark orders at someone that's there yeah. kind of trying to do their job. Yeah. And then with Joel, he was just like, it was funny because I didn't tell you where to go. Like I went, like oh you're there, yep. oh you're there. It just yep. like I'm like yeah I know. Like it's just you have that thing, <laughs> and I think with yep. a lot of filmers and like a lot of I guess photographers and media guys, they have like I understand because they want to present their work the best they can. Mm. So they have their idea and how they yeah. want it to happen. And a lot of the time, it takes away from your actual writing. Yep. Where I'm the opposite where I'm like I want to get the best out of the writing mm, and I kind yeah. of couldn't give a fuck about the arty stuff and that's what I like to watch the most you know and then yeah cool okay you got a bit of arty stuff going on but I actually want to see people ride you know like you look at the old earth videos yeah. the old sprung videos I've been um, following Alex Rankin on Instagram and he's been putting up some old stuff <laughs> it's like far out you know I think just that, that mixture and, hey yeah obviously reminiscing and getting a bit romantic but um, <laughs> you know like yeah just like watching the, the core part of, of what, what they're actually filming. Yeah, know? well, I hate it when you hit a section that, like, you just nail it. Yep. Best best you could do it. 100%. That's, that's the shot. That's me. <laughs> no, I got no more for you. That's everything. Yep. Oh, can you do it again? I think, like, the ISO was not low or the light, or just like, oh, this leaf wasn't in the right spot. Yep. And you're like, it's not going to look as good. Oh, can we do it another time? I'll <laughs> hit, going as fast. I'll, yeah. I'll hit it like yeah. 10, 20% slower. I won't yeah. look as good. Oh, yeah, we got the shot. And yeah. then I'm like, 
it's and then it's like you're focusing on your like I understand because yeah. you want your work to look good, yep. but it's taking away from my writing. Yeah. And I was just like, you need that compromise of like how it looks good for both yeah. of us, but. Oh, nothing shits me more when some filmer makes you hit a turn 20 times and the one where you get the best is not the one they use because their camera wasn't set up right. <laughs> so I'm just, oh, I just, I get right off it. Yep. And I get to the point where normally when you shoot with them, you get hangry as well because they don't <laughs> give you food. Just and, one more. Just one more. Oh, just, just, just one more. Even, yeah. It's funny, I was with Joel when we were doing this filming and it was funny because I felt like complete shoe on the other foot kind of thing yeah. and he's just like oh I'm getting pretty hungry and I was like oh come on like I did the full just, come, come on, one more shot come on one and more. I was funny, I'm like I had some usually bars like here's some bars I was like <laughs> I was gonna say you go to um, you go to shoot video make sure you got water make sure you yep. get some food keep the person yeah. happy because gotta have that plan yeah you've yeah. gotta set out a plan but we kind of rushed it and it was still like we did two hours on a war bar and then I when we, are we gonna see it we'll show, oh, as soon as this is done it's going yeah. up we'll, we'll show you a thing but Literally, I reckon, and that was the thing. That was just an afternoon. Yep. I just, I was, I had this bug that, had, um, bug or food poisoning, whatever it was, and I was sitting at home, and I get real bored really quick. Like yep. I get, I'm, I'm <laughs> I was literally in the house all the Saturday doing nothing. I couldn't. I was just, yeah. I was just wrecked. I couldn't do anything, yep. and I was just sitting there, and I was like, watch YouTube for a bit, did some stuff I needed to do, got some camera stuff, and then I'm just sitting there, I'm like bored like I, I I can't sit still and then um Joel sent me a message you want to go ride and I was like no nah, I'm still not feeling great and I was like I'll take you for some runs though like if you want to mm. I'll shuttle you and then maybe we get some clips yep. got this new camera I want to try it out and he's like okay sweet yep. so I shot him for a bit after he shot him, I just said let's go get some clips filmed for two hours probably went back to his place edited that night and it's it's done yep. it's just like that quick and okay. I was like if I could just keep moving around like Especially living here, like you got Muddy, you got yourself, you got Jack, you've got Jake Newell. It's just mm. like it wouldn't be hard to get, mm. a, like it wouldn't be hard to get like a like a little <laughs> a big old get. session in Newey going. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a, there's a few other kids out there. Yeah, it's like a lot of young kids coming yeah. up, which is just like because I was almost thinking as well. I think it would be cool because I want to do coaching at some point mm. and just like yep. I feel like with a lot of coaching, they try and cr- critique kids and like tell them what to do but they don't show them what they like imagine when you're in the gym mm. and you're doing a squat and there's a mirror no you, you, you i don't know mate i've never been to a gym <laughs> in my life i told you that before <laughs> <laughs> well if you're in a gym there's a mirror and like obviously you've got a trainer yeah. or a coach or whatever and they could they could take your form or show you what yeah. they, and you can see it and you understand you know yeah we're like a lot of these coaches they'll tell you what to do but you don't really know what you're doing yeah, wrong can't see it. so i would just like had this idea that it'd be cool to go do a day of coaching with a kid, mm. film him as he's doing it, yep. show him what he's doing wrong, kind of tell him what he's doing right, and then you can critique it a bit more. Yep. And then I was going to say, at the end of the day, you've just filmed this kid all day, it, there's a video, there yep. you go, you've, yep. got, you've got coaching, you've probably got a bit of writing, you've got a video. Yeah, you've got some clips. Ha- yeah, ha- yeah, happy days. Like, yep. I feel like, I don't yep. know, I just thought that was a cool thing. I'm, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I keep, <laughs> keep going down this rabbit hole of like, Becoming a media guy before I've even finished. I don't know. Being a coach. Yeah, being a coach. But I I like this thing because it's like, like I said, all this stuff already excites me now. And I just, I like that it's like, I'm into that before. Because you know, a lot of people like when they've got that race ahead kind of thing, they're just Mm. like tunnel vision and all that. But I feel like it's a bit boring, really. Like, not boring, but like, you should. Yeah. You you need, like, have a look around. Yeah. yeah. See what else is out there. So, yeah, definitely, you know. Race, races ahead, tunnel vision can, can really sink in for a, a lot of people. You know, I had a few mm. years and years and years and it was just good fun. But, you know, 
party here. Good time there. Let's go here. Let's do that. Let's try some jumps. Did you feel like that was one thing when you were racing that like the party side of thing or just like having a good time did affect it to a certain point? Like say you've never really been in a gym. It was just kind of like... I know back then then as well it was like that was the lifestyle. That was the, the thing. But if you could go back, would you be like... Oh, if, if I did this, oh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say when you're just like, if I did this different, but uh, would you want to, would you want to change much of it? Like if you could go back and do it, were you just happy with how it just like, you had a good time and it all went the way it did? Probably not really. No, it probably, it probably wouldn't be that much I'd change, you know, you know, to just probably be the smarts of what I've potentially had in front of me or what I could have maybe achieved if I made a few different decisions, you know, sort of, I was saying I had a couple of, um, overseas trips was doing good and you know doing good in australia and then you know through uh just a bit of stupidity broke my leg really bad and then after that i was just stoked to be actually able to ride my bike again and then get better and better and better and back up to speed over you know a couple of years and i was just like i'm just gonna have fun and and didn't really want to pursue the 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 career or anything after that when i realized it was there i was like no i'm just gonna just just gonna have fun and do what i can you know and um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. Just having good times and just enjoying it. Yeah. The more I rode, the better I got. The better I got, the more fun I had. Or you know, it yeah, yeah, kept it all, at yes, it for ages yeah. and and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's like what came first, the better riding or the fun, and it just kind of yeah, went. yep. Because that's even like I was talking with Joel Willis last night, and you kind of do get to this point with I guess yeah any sport or any career path or a lot of things where yeah. it's just like okay, you can kind of keep doing what you're doing and be at this certain level yeah or you've got to take a big leap or jump to get to that next level like mm. it, it goes yeah. like five percent five percent and then you've got a fifty percent or hundred percent or something because that's yeah. like it, like with joel he was like kind of up there in australia like top top five guy top, yeah. Like, yeah. like solid rider um and then he got to the point where he's like okay he's doing well in australia like get the podium be around like riding the mix mm. And then it gets to the point. Well, next step is obviously you can't really make any money racing in Australia. You can kind of, nope. you, you, you can kind of have fun with your mates and like have a good time. Yeah. But, and there's like even though the field's so stacked here, like there's a lot of top guys that race here, but you're still not making any money. So it's like he got to the point where he's like, "Do I go to Europe?" And then I because he's he's kind of comparing to like how mm. like Oli and Benny yeah. War have kind of put like they're going all in with it. Yeah. And he was to the point where he's like, "Okay, well I can keep doing what I'm doing." And just chipping away in Australia, but not really. I'm just doing it because it's just a fun, and I want to do it. Yeah. Or he can put another fifty percent on and go to mm. the gym more. He's got to train more. He's got to ride more. He's got to put all this money into traveling. Yeah. And he said he just got to the point where he's just like, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Like I'm just. That's just. It, can he's a bit asked. Yeah. yeah. I think he's nearly finished his trade and. You know, he's probably, you know, ready to be a full-time chippy now or close to. Uh, I can't yeah, even I remember. Think, but... I think he might. So, uh, yeah, he'd be close. Yeah. He's... But, yeah, I've seen him grow up from a little pipsqueak to you know, going through juniors to going into elite and then trying to hone his racecraft in elite. And, you know, Joel's grown. He grows all the time. You know, he's getting faster and faster and faster. Mm. But then at that time, as he also gets faster, he's less and less concern, concerned about his results. Where years ago, he'd still have a good result. You know, get top 10 or get top 5 or, you know, and he'd be like, oh, it's not as fast as I wanted to go or it's yeah. not as good as I wanted to be. Or if he had a crash, he'd be really bummed. And it's like, mate, you know, there'll be another race next Sunday. You know, look, take the positives out of it. And it's not that he was down or bummed, but he was just like, 
oh, I want to do better. Yeah. And I want to be faster. Yeah. And it's like you are. You're getting there. It's just building blocks and time. And it's good to see now. I was just like, yeah. Still having fun. Yeah, but still going fast. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not so critical on himself. Or, you know, maybe, maybe he is... You know, as you are as a racer, he probably still is uh, internally. Like, yeah, I wish, you know, I hit that turn better or I wish, you know, I put, threw in a few more pedals here, you know, yeah. but it's not just the um, the downtime and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to see Joel race again. Well, I no, think you know, just not in, race again, but just, just keep going. Just keep and doing and it. Well, I think he's just saying, faster. like, he still loves it and likes mm. doing it. Like, he's saying today, he's just like, I still love riding as much as I ever loved riding. But he just didn't want it mm, as bad yeah. as he used to want yep. it, and he just realized that. Yeah. And then I think, like, I think it's better to realize that instead yep. of not realizing that, but still going for it. Because mm. you imagine it's just like doing anything half-assed, and then it's it's not going to work, and yep. then you're going to be down about it. But it's like yep. you've got to. It's got to be that want that like gets you up, gets yeah. you to the gym. Because like even now, like I feel like I've got that want back, and it does. It's got to yeah. pull you up when you're feeling shit. It's got to put you in those bad yeah. places when you're hurt because i was going to say even for me now to feel really good on the bike for me now you've got to put in like it's not <laughs> like i'm just gonna yeah. go ride yep. downhill and feel really like it's like no i've got to eat properly i've got to go because obviously yeah. my standard of feeling good it's pretty high it's getting yeah. yeah lifted yep. so i was like it's not like i'm just gonna go out and ride downhill and feel good mm. it's like i've it's got to be this yeah whole program yeah, yeah and it's just like to get mm. it's funny because we're just going to war we're joking around these like times like to get that time and to feel that good or get mm-hmm. it down yep. like like to drop a second or drop two seconds is like consistently people, yeah yeah is like that's a lot of work like yep. that's weeks of work yep. kind of in and for what yep. yeah two seconds or whatever and just the feeling as well the feeling yep. good but yeah it's just like that whole and then, then the, like the whole thing to continue to want it and to enjoy mm. it as well, because that's like yeah. we were saying before how like people do it for so long and try and keep that enjoyment. Like yeah. we're saying how Greg Minar has done it for so long mm. and then he yeah. keeps the enjoyment. And then that's one thing we're talking about how Muddy was with the Athenans and he yeah. says like their enjoyment wasn't. It didn't feel like the enjoyment was quite mm. there, and that probably kind of like I guess rubbed off on him a bit because like if you because you're not enjoying it, you're probably not going to do yeah. super well. And I think that's yeah, like a lot, a lot of kids as well, yeah. like you're saying that, even like you say, Joel, like he's a bit hard on himself and a lot of young kids are really hard on themselves. Yeah. And yeah. that's like you're saying back in the day, you did the best when you were enjoying it. Having the most fun. When you're having yeah. the fun. And then it's... I really struggled at tracks that uh, I didn't like going to, you know, like I think I went to the Yu Yangs once and then swore never again, you know, <laughs> yeah. just flat tracks. You know, it's just always like steeper tracks, more technical tracks. Rafa, Rudia, Rookie, and Alia, but yeah, there was, there's a few, you know, like, and I used to ride at Lithgow a lot. Yeah, you know? I love, cool. I love, you, what, did you, no, Bruce yeah. one there, did you get second or something there? Yeah, I'm not when, sure. When was, oh, when was but, that? But I just, you know, I was like, <laughs> I'm just sick of going to Lithgow because it's too flat, and then there was a period, it would have been maybe 2012, 2013, and I was just like, I'm only going to go and do the tracks I like, you know, and I went yeah. to the Eagle Park downhill in Adelaide probably two years in a row and it's just <laughs> yeah. like and it's like oh we're going to have a national champs here next year uh, or the third year I'm just like I'm not going back like I don't want to be there riding that same track again I don't it, want to go to Eagle I don't want to go it. to Eagle it has a big effect yeah. on your hay yep. and it's like even me I try and go to like Fort William mm. 
and I'm trying to train my mind that I'm like, <laughs> just enjoy it. Like, even now, like, I'm thinking about it. I'm enjoy like, enjoy it for what it is. I'm just going to go there and just enjoy riding my bike and try and have fun. Yep. But it is a hard thing to do when it's just like, it's just not like you go to somewhere like you say, you've to solve Fort William, and it's just so, uh, not Fort William, um, Mont Saint Anne. Yeah. And it is challenging. It is fun. It's all this. And yeah. like, when something's fun, obviously, you just yeah. get into it. You don't think. You would, it just yep. time goes fast. Yeah. And then, obviously, riding the same thing. You go somewhere, you're just not getting into it. It just time goes right, slow, now, you go yeah. slow, everything. Yeah. But And now I'm going to, well, end of March, head down to Beauty. I think I've Vic round. It's like I love Are you that doing place. the national champs there? In Bright? In yeah, Bright. probably do that. But the thing is then there's Endurofest in Medina at the same time. It's too much stuff. There's too much going on. It was the same weekend. Like, yeah, But yeah. yeah, I'll definitely be in Beauty for no the big round. No one's doing the Nationals, hey? In Bright, no. No one. Like, I'm not doing it. No. And I want to. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm really I'm annoyed that I can't do it. Because, like, it's a home race. Yeah. Um, it's a good track. It's well, it's always a cool event. But yep. they put it the week before the first World Cup. What, you want me to like I'm gonna fly to Europe on the Sunday or the Monday, yep. get there, jet legs into what pay, pays my bills really? Like it's still dusty, dirty. Yeah, yeah. it's just um, it's a, it's pretty annoying. I'm just like someone dropped the ball there, but yeah, it is what it is. You're just gonna have to deal with it. But yeah. you think you're gonna go, you're gonna go to Beauty? I go to Beauty, send a March, race that track. It's just good times down there. You know, got to. I think you want Big Oh, they say that all the time. I know. Yeah. I was talking to Joel the other day. They always because he, yeah, I know. Joel loves. He loves the. Uh... Well, they raced an enduro stage on Big Hill like earlier, earlier. Well, not earlier this year, but late, late last yeah, year. Yeah, so I think Big Hill's running. I was going to do a few sneaky runs on Big Hill because they said we're going to run Big Hill. We've got a heap of single track on, but that like I swear the Panos yeah. every time you you're like you, you hear yeah, beauty Big Hill's coming back in. Yeah. But... For the people that don't know Big Hill, because not many people have raced it or ridden it. What is it? It's like. Seven. No, it's more, more than oh, that. I think it's like eight, eight and a half or something. I think yeah. it was. I and the last time I did it was an average speed of thirty k's an hour. It's just bobbing fire seven it. minutes. Yeah, and then it comes into the downhill at the bottom. It's just awesome. You're up in the top of the high country and just this Mac Ten fire road. A couple of little rock gardens on the way down. Actually, on the fire yeah. road, and then you and then you get into the bottom of beauty, and you can pick from you know like half a dozen downhill tracks to finish off on. It's yeah. Just, it's rad, like it's a massive, massive run, and obviously when you're in Mount Beauty, it's just this magical place. Now, this isn't sponsored by Mount Beauty Tourism. It's just a mad little <laughs> joint. Mount Beauty will give me a bus if we yeah. just keep, keep hyping it up. Yeah. But that's, um, you're running out of time. No, I punched the button. I think we're still good. Nope. Oh, I punched that button by mistake. We're still good? I just, I, uh, yeah, I pushed no, it again. On. I'm smashing buttons here, hanging but, but I, um i remember last time i raced um what's it called big hill so I did the whole thing i think it was in under 17s or something muddy race so it was about 10 minutes long yeah. like eight minutes got through the whole, the whole track i was in the bottom just before the finish line probably 100 meters from the finish line and crashed in this little bog <laughs> and just and then i think i lost by like three seconds or something yeah. and i just remember just being absolutely devastated because it was like it was like we both did like 10 minutes 30 or something and it came down to 3 seconds and I crashed with the finish line uh, oh. oh, I think yeah. it's funny like how I think back to how like you are saying before how bummed you get over like your result yeah. like, which I guess it's good because it does drive you to be better yeah. but at the same time like I think back of it now I'm like doing a 10 minute down or run when you're a 16, 17 year old kid on this <laughs> like bike that's this heap of shit kind yeah. of thing I was like it was yeah. oh I miss riding in the wet and just actually enjoying it. Yeah. Like, really enjoying it. Like, yeah, when it would fun. piss rain, 
all the boys would go and get wet. Now I'm a bit, I feel like I've got the soft with it. Yeah. I feel like I'm just like, oh, it's muddy, oh, I don't want to go get wet. And back then, it was nah. like, let's slide get down the yeah. You don't have to worry about washing all your stuff too much. But... Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's that whole thing, don't, yeah, just, oh, I think as well, if like you went to races and you, it was pissing rain, because that's one thing now, I just get a bit nervous when it's yeah. wet. And I think it's just because like, speeds are a lot higher, mm. pushing, but... If you just went out and had a good time, you'd probably do yeah. really well. That's the thing, because I always ride yeah. well in the wet if I'm having fun and joking around with mates, but then you get to a race, you ride tight, you get nervous, and yeah. it's just like, turn the race brain off, go yeah. have a good time. Yeah, that's it. That's one thing I told... Just get loose, get wild. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I, told, <laughs> I told Joel the other day, he was doing laps, and he's just like, oh, I read up... Like, he's ridden a warbler for mm. years now, it's the same thing. And I was like, dude, just do a lap this time. Do a heap... Just don't do your normal lines. Do a heap of different mm-hmm. lines... Just send off stupid rocks, just whatever. And I'm just like, don't ride it like you'd normally ride. Yeah. Make it into a new track. Like you're trying to race and trying to. Yeah, rock, you don't yeah. need to go fast. Just and that's what I. Sometimes I'd go to um, go practice somewhere or go to a race track, and then like sometimes the very last run of the day, no race lines, no trying to go fast, mm. boosting off stuff, lap and turn, yeah. get to the bottom, big smile on your face, yeah. and I feel like that's worth way more yeah. than riding the same line you've ridden. Like, getting that, like, okay, I'm doing this for, like, mm. because I love it. Yep. Because it's fun is yeah. worth way more than, like, oh, I hit my line kind of a little bit quicker than I did last run or whatever. Mm. And then I think that's, like, yeah, a lot of kids these days need to get that, like, re- remember that, like, okay, you're not doing the, You didn't start riding a mountain bike because you wanted to win races. You did it because you're with your mates having a good time. And then over time they lose track of that with yeah. the whole, like... Oh, I've got to win races now. I've got like two sponsors that give me a jersey. I've got to make it up to them. Yeah. Like they just want to see you having fun, yeah. man. Like, yeah. like any any kids. Like obviously with um, Jack and Muddy, when you started helping them, like I'm sure you were more concerned with them having a good time and being out on their bike and just yeah. doing what they want yeah. over if they got like yeah. second or third or whatever. Like it wasn't commercially. It wasn't a commercial decision, you know, I'm not going to get a return, you know, hey, if these guys get first on the podium, I'm going to send ten, sell 10 bikes yeah. on Monday. It was just like, hey, I'm trying to A, give them support to, you know, hit the stepping stones, or B, see them have fun riding their bikes yeah. and help out. And you where, get, yeah, that's the whole thing, can, you get yeah. value, like, it's yeah. value to yourself out of that. Yep. And especially, like I said, you've got World Cup podiums, World Cup teams, like, yep. that's that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, I look at now, like, that young Ollie Davis kid, I always talk about him, but... Yep. If I could, if he goes to a World Cup, even just goes and races his bike and has a good time doing that, like yeah. that to me is going to be it's the experience. Oh, yeah. just and that's the, I always tell him. I'm just like, do it to have fun. Oh, yeah. don't do it because you got any other reason. Yeah. Like literally, if you go and start doing it for any other reason, for other people yeah. or for these like, expectations or anything mm. else, it's going to yeah. kill it. Yeah. Just do it because you. That's what you want to do. And I haven't said to it, it's like, if you don't want to do it anymore or want to stop because you're not enjoying it, you're not like, yeah. stop. Like, you don't owe anyone yep. anything, really. That's it. And he's young, you know, what's going to happen when he gets his license or whatever, but, you know, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's probably going to froth out forever, but, you know, I'm taking my boy riding now, he's racing BMX, he's riding mountain bike, and he's asking to do, you know, mountain bike racing. I'm like, uh, you know, don't start racing now, just ride the bike and yeah. have fun, and it's all part of it, but, yeah, we'll get out and about, and... That's funny, he's gone through that period of, um, what's it called, the, like, well, what is it, adolescence or whatever. Yeah. You wonder how you come out the other side. Yeah. <laughs> the other side. I was lucky, because when I went through it, I, um, I, like, I lived out of town. Yeah. And then, 
I just, yeah, I just kind of, I remember a lot of my friends were like getting right into partying and all that. Yeah. And I kind of was like, I just missed it. Like I kind of just like... <laughs> you didn't get sucked into down into the vortex? No, I kind of got into it more when I was about 20. But then it was like you kind of got your shit together a bit mm. more in that point of your life, I guess. Like all my friends were 18. I'm like, you, you're literally just a kid. Yeah. But I was more on like the, oh, I just want to go racing and do all that. And then I kind of did find partying and go and have fun when I was around 20. But I felt like my life was already a bit more on track yeah so it wasn't like oh what is all this crazy shit we yeah. can do now i'm 18 yeah. it was just i kind of i guess eased into it a bit more like i'd go out mm. and still have a good time when i was 18 but it wasn't to like every weekend go, going yeah. out and drinking and getting messed up with my friend and like not really having a structural plan and looking back i'm glad i did <laughs> i did it that way because like i remember when i was like 20 and i started doing it and i was just like it wasn't the be all and end yeah. all to go yeah. and have a good time with everyone I was yeah. just like oh yeah like I've kind of been doing this for a little bit but whatever but yeah. I think a lot of people I hit that 18 and it is like it's like okay you can't do anything oh now you can drive now yeah. you can go out now you can yeah. all these girls it's this it's that <laughs> and you do get a bit overwhelmed by the yeah. whole thing of it and especially yeah. when it's like now you got it with obviously being an athlete or whatever you want like or getting a job or whatever it's like these are the kind of crucial years where you got to start studying like say so you got to start racing overseas and it's all just like all this is dropped in your lap at once. Yep. I guess it's a bit hard to just much to take, take on board on, yeah. all of it. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I just guess that was a, you know, one bonus of like easing through into it. But it's <laughs> definitely going to be, because I know yeah. for, for, anyone, for this old kid anyway, like I know a lot of his friends already, like he's only 15, I think, yeah. 15. He like heaps of his friends already going out drinking and stuff mm, and all this yeah. and whatever. And I'm, he's just like, oh, I don't really want to do it. And I was just like, probably yeah probably, probably a good thing like i'm not gonna like yeah, yeah. i don't want to like push you in any direction but i was just like you do what you think's best and i was like yeah i don't really want it just yeah. not into it i'm like yeah. fair enough probably one day even now he talks about how he hates girls and i just like yeah uh, that's probably gonna change yeah <laughs> give that give that a little bit of time yeah. you know, girls might it's not that, a bit more interesting change, but um <laughs> ah, it's funny yeah you can see you know there's always that passion to ride and you know, in Ollie and, and, you know, all the kids and guys we've been talking about. And I think that there's a passion to ride and or race or, you know, how far you want to do it, you know. And I think, you know, everyone will either, even if they're pulling back from racing, they still strap on a helmet and go, yeah, I'm going to give it a nudge. Yeah. There's always that common theme, you know, whether life gets in the way, work, family, yeah. kids, parties, you know, drugs or whatever, you know. Hopefully not, but um, a lot of roadblocks, isn't there? Yeah, of, like, not roadblocks, but like yeah. um, people coming out the other side. So, or, you know, so they, you know, hey, let's go ride motocross, or let's go, you know, try road bikes. Yeah, or, you know, it's all it's all good. Everyone needs an outlet. Yeah, find you know. your thing. That's what I always said. If you find your thing, mm. like I don't know what like it could be. Yeah, like, but just have a look for it. Like yeah. go out there and like look for a new thing. That's a yeah, and like it could, it could be mowing lawns. I don't know. Like, it could be, like really, it could be anything. But yeah, surfing, surfing, anything. But just yeah. Always, <laughs> when you're young, just try a heap of stuff. Yeah. Like, just go out and try doing new things, and yeah, yeah. See what you can come up with. Yeah. I see you checking your phone. Are you. No, nah, just checking if it was the, the missus or the school or anything. Oh, yeah, you're going to go get your kids at some point. Oh, in, eh? in a little bit, yeah. True. So I've got, got a bit of time, so we're good. All right, well, I was going to ask you, we've kind of got, we've chatted about a lot of, um, we've kind of already kind of got over this, but I was going to say, if you could give one, I guess, bit of advice to, like, an up-and-coming mountain bike racer, or just, not even mountain bike racer, but just the kid that's looking at kind of in the industry or, like, wants to just make something with bikes, or just general life kind of thing 
Like, what would you kind of, what would you kind of push him towards or say? Uh, I suppose you know, there's there's a fair, fair bit that comes to mind. It's hard to nail nail something down. Um, I would say probably just have fun with it. You know, yeah. it's 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 not that serious at the end of the day. Have as much fun with it as you can, and you know, try and employ that. In, in work and in life and you know have fun and look for the, the positives in everything as much as you can um you know i mean you, you were saying you know 10 years ago you're watching chosen line now sitting here doing a podcast with me <laughs> happy days this is awesome it's great to you yeah. know have a yarn and have a chat but even in, you know when i was working at lusty you know if i would sit back you know, 20 years ago and say you were going to be a brand manager for, you know, Santa Cruz, Troy League, you know, 510 when we had it or ODI or all these yeah. leading brands and all the stuff that I used and loved 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, like my eyes would have popped out of my head and my brain would have exploded and melted and, you know, but just have fun. Mm. Do, yeah, you know, do do the right thing. Yeah. Um, do it for the right reasons, have, have I guess. Time, you know, and yeah. But just try and enjoy it, you know, like whether you work in the bucket tree in the shop, you know, like I'm still doing mechanics, um, spinning spanners and, and riding bikes. Went for a shop ride with the boys on Sunday. Yesterday, that was sick. It's good to go for a lap with you. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I like riding on my own. Sometimes I like riding with a group. Yeah, all just fun, things. fun for different, different aspects. And I think that's it, you know. I mean, I'm stoked that mountain biking's given me um, a lifestyle uh you know an opportunity or a career um and and uh, a community of friends you know across australia um it's, yeah it's, it's, it's been like we were saying before you could go to so many places mm. and i feel like i'm the same yeah and even around the world it's just like how yeah. many people like yep. have a job where yep. like we're not even fucking not even a job but just a hobby yeah that they have so many connections with so many people in so many it's places it. and just solid good people like yeah you don't get many people you just like but, and even not at our level, you know, you see another guy out on the trail. Hey, man, how you doing? Or, you know, you quite often, you know, well, you should stop him. Oh, you got a flat? Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, you just... need some water. And it's just, you know, different levels of mountain biking community. And, you know, uh, you know whether you're not a serious racer, you should be able you know, you go into a town and go to the bike shop. And they're like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. here's the, go down here for the trails. And, yeah, oh, let me help you do this. You know, yeah. mountain biking is a community thing. And that's, that's something that's... Uh, hard to come by these days in, in a lot of ways um, mm. you know most mountain bikers are pretty well like minded and everyone's out there to have a yeah, pretty good time thing. and it's, it's pretty sick we're pretty fortunate I think well that's one thing I've noticed you kind of yeah, you do go to some other like sporting events and stuff mm. and it is pretty broken up and everyone's got their like kind of yeah. cliques and yep. they're like kind of yeah they're doing like their yeah. own little circles and stuff yep. where mountain biking as a whole it's just everyone's we're all here doing the same thing. We're all having a good time. <laughs> we just want to have fun. Yeah. yeah. Definitely like a cool, yeah, environment to kind of like grow up and be yeah. a part of. Yeah, no, it's sick, you know. Plenty of good times. Plenty of good memories. You know, there's so many to bring up. and But yeah, that'd be another story for another day. And, right. <laughs> and the last thing, I'll get one more thing. Who's your uh, who's your pick for the, uh, for the World Cups this year? Who do you reckon? Oh. We go... Pick for World Cups. 
And we throw, if you even throw a wild card in there, he reckons it's going to be like the... We can do the enduro as well, because yeah, <laughs> I think we know who we're going to pick. <laughs> yeah, I know mine. Look, my wild card for enduro, working backwards, wild card for enduro would definitely be Jack. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's done, he's done a few enduros, and what did he get, top five in all he, three or something? Uh, no, he got, he got a six and a tenth. Or oh, six and a tenth, yeah. you know, and that's pretty good for someone who hasn't done the track. So, you know, he's a wild card. We'd love to see Jack do good yeah. in enduro I this year. like... Yeah, I guess I, I was I was thinking this the other day, and because he was a bit bummed about the whole thing, which I obviously understand. I've, I've got mm. I've got to have a chat with him. Trying, he's the hardest man to try and nail down for a pod, for a podcast. I've been hitting him up for I don't even know how long now. And he's oh, we were gonna do one when he got back. We're like, yep, we're doing one. He's like, yep, okay. He was in a good mood. He was just in that like, yep, we'll do it, whatever. And then his appendix fucking blew up, and then yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm a bit down, but I've I've got to bottom him up again. I reckon we're yep. gonna sit down, but. Yeah, I really want to chat to him, but yeah, obviously you've known him for so long and got him, yeah. got him going. But I can, yeah, I can. I think it's when I found out it's what he was doing, mm. it was I'm, I'm obviously sad that he's not racing down there now, and he's yeah. probably the guy I ride with the most out of everyone yeah. on the circuit. But at the same time, I'm like, well, he's probably going to do really fucking well. Like, that's I the, think so. Yeah, it's almost yeah. a blessing in disguise. Like God yeah. closes the door, opens a window, kind of thing. And I was like, this is definitely yep. a good window to jump through. Yeah, he's got a, the potential, you know, to fulfill that opportunity. So yeah, be I think, he's, a close I think he will, if he he just he just needs to have some luck. That guy, like, yeah, he's. I was gonna say to him, I'm like, well, if he like, I don't know, if he does, like, he obviously if he does, I feel like he will do yeah. well. And that's just like, and you look at the shit he goes through. I feel like that just adds to it, like the what yep. he's like gone through to get to yeah. it. It's like with the collarbones, and then like with the bone infection, and then just like with this team kerfuffle oh, and all this shit, yeah. and it's just like. He finally, like, every time I feel like he gets his feet again, there's, like, always something. Yeah. But that just, I feel like it just makes you stronger. Like, you yep. go through this it's shit. Speed humps in life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but it's just, he's, he's got that mentality, I guess, he just gets you down, just get back out of yep. it. But I just, yeah. yeah. Pulls his socks up, keeps on keeping Just gets on. going, but yeah. I'm pretty excited to actually chat with him if, if, mm. <laughs> if we can nail it down before I go away. Yeah. All right, so we got your wild card for Juro. Juro, look, you know, well, I'll put my money on Sam again. Yeah. Just because, I mean, hey. Yeah. <laughs> why not he keeps doing it why not why not why wouldn't you why wouldn't you put your money on him yeah. you know there's there's probably you know a few more contenders coming out of the woodwork you know those frenchies again but uh yeah put my put my money on him to do it to do it again he knows it he's he's very smart racer he's yeah. strong and i don't know if there's another bike handler on the planet that can handle a mountain bike like sam yeah um i think everybody's seen that over the years um <laughs> they got the downhill oh look I'm always you know and I've always got my favourites but I'm, I'm I'm for the last couple of seasons I've been secretly rooting for, for Lucas Shaw and Loris Vergier yeah just like come on boys you know they're, they're the syndicate boys yeah, yeah. you know I, I mean have a Greg's, with them. Won, Greg's won everything you know and um you can see that they're, they're right there on the cuffs they're top five all the time you know, yeah. you know when they're on and you know, they just need that, that breakthrough season. But, um, I mean, who's going to win it? Oh, man, you know, you're going to you're gonna have to step up, Dean. Come yeah, on, you're going to take, take, <laughs> them, take them Frenchies down a peg. Slow having a crack. Yeah. No, trust me, we're trying. I had some, like, glimpses, like, this is the thing, like, even, like, last year, especially yeah. when I got, like, I got 10th at Leger. Like, it's funny because I started doing well but not yeah. feeling super good which yeah. is i think is like that excites me because it's yeah. like when you feel amazing and you do yeah. like 10th or whatever like, it's like yeah. yeah that's cool but when you get 10th and you're like 
I've got more. Like, yeah. i got more than that. And it's not by that much either. Yeah. It's just like, okay, we need to fine-tune some shit. We need yeah. to focus or whatever. So that's what I was excited about. And, yeah. like, even last year, like, new bike, new team, new everything. Like, I was, yeah. like, even, like, from last season to now, I've changed so many things just on yeah. the bike, let alone I'm going into a season knowing everyone mm. and yeah. just co- with the confidence that everything kind of works. So yeah. I'm just like... And just the fact I'm excited to go do it. So I'm yeah. just like... Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm pretty keen. Yeah, but no, nah, I think it'll be good. So you got Lucas Shaw. Who's the dark horse? Who's the... Let's, oh, I'd probably say Connor again as the dark horse because I know Troy's super consistent. Yeah, I was gonna you know, say he's not even Troy's super consistent. <laughs> he's he's, he's a... not a dark horse. Nah, um, but I like you know I put my put my money on Connor as a dark horse. You know he's been doing everything. I saw him ride at Medina. You know yeah, do do the enduro down there, and everybody knows his talents are, are good. Yeah. Um. You know, pretty much everywhere. So. Um. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's there's so, so it's, many to name. Yeah. You want all odds, but you know, I want you to smash it, yeah. and, and Ollie and Ben. Um, yeah, come through. As well as Wild Brothers, and yeah, it's really crazy how like stacked it actually is. Yep. Like, obviously the the main hitters, but then you yeah. get like a cannonball in there every now and again yep. that's just gonna throw down. Yeah. And like where the like Amory did two years ago. Yeah, just he like, just stepped I'm, it up. I'm gonna own this, and he did. And well, even though Luke won the overall, I'm like he's the fastest man on a bike yeah, at the moment. Right now. And I think he's just the fact that he like, he would, he would just push more than yeah. anyone. Like I watched his like I actually watched it back probably. <laughs> I watched it back a fair bit, but he's run at Leger, get yeah. pumped up to ride, because yep. I just, like, look at how bad he yep. wanted that, and I'm just like, that's the level you yeah. need to get to, like, you can't just want it a little bit, you've got yep. to, like, everything, everything yep. you've got to win this, like, race, you've got to put in, and yep. there's different levels of wanting it at a race, like, yeah. I know, like, at Croatia, when I qualified second, and they put me down last, like, I just remember pedaling out that start gate, and I was like, <laughs> I'm, like, everything, <laughs> I've got nothing more yeah. left. Like that was it. I'm like I'm putting everything yeah. into this, and it's just funny that it's just like I don't know. It was probably because I was going out like I was like all eyes were on me. Everything yeah. I could win this thing. I want it, and it's that wanting it when you can turn yeah. that turn that not like like notch up a little bit. Yeah, and you got that extra bit of pressure, or whatever. It's like you can push it that bit harder. And it's like I think I just need to like get in that mindset, even mm-hmm. if I don't go down the hill last. If I'm yeah. 10th or whatever but you get to that race run and normally I can step it up a bit Yeah. but now it's just like turning that dial again to yep. go that extra little bit Yep. and it's, it's, it's a hard thing to yeah fine yeah. tune but yeah a couple of those guys that when you know when watching Red Bull late at night that I do enjoy watching probably the most or strap in you know if I hang on with the armchair mm-hmm. real ties like um, Laurie Greenland and Danny Hart when yeah. they go alright I'm going to send it and you watch those two boys send it and yeah. they're just swinging off the back of like, oh, my ball's yeah. about to pop out of my head yeah. and I'm about to rip my armchair in, you know. <laughs> well, you're like, you're, yeah, you're going for it. You're doing yeah. it. I wish those guys send it, but uh, no, it's good looking forward to another season. Get some more races going. Yes, far. What? Three weeks? Yep. You know it. Yep, you better stop sitting here talking. Get oh, out there and do say, some more I'll... pedaling. <laughs> no, that was an easy ride. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Hey, to be fair, I did the gym thing, and I have had uh, some kind of bug or gastro for the last last yeah. two days. Uh, we'll go hit some more climbs next week. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for talking. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. See ya. Cheers. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with uh, Rick Boyer. It was um, definitely up there with one of my favorites. Hit a lot of cool points and. I think it's really cool the whole van thing, how he did it back in the day with the bus and Glenn Jacobs and whatnot, and definitely something I can see myself doing or want to kind of chase after and just 
travel around, take the podcast around, chat to people all over Oz, do a vlog, follow on the whole thing, ride cool places, hang out with good people, just have a bit of a party and just, I don't know, just, yeah, just have a good time and then put it out there and show the other people that's what you can do and if you yeah, if you got the drive and you can make certain things happen and talk to the right people and, yeah, you can kind of just do what you want and have a good time and, yeah, so hopefully... Um, Maybe after the World Cups this year, it's going to be something I kind of put more of my time and effort into. But right now, it's kind of like just getting certain things in places and making it happen. But yeah, looking forward to see what we can uh, we can make of it. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, tune in next time. Ciao.